What's up, travelers? It's your girl KB back with another Journey to You podcast episode. And guys, I've missed you. We all know what this week is, we know what this week means. Ladies and gentlemen, it's Thanksgiving, baby. It's that time for the for the love, for the food, for the prayers and the games and the family fun, all of that. I cannot explain or even express to you guys how excited and ready for this I am. And I even plan on attacking a banana pudding this year. You guys pray for me. Um, I've done it before, but I just... It tasted really good. I just did not enjoy the consistency of the product, if you know what I'm saying. Um, But we're going to try that this year. I'm really interested to know what are your Thanksgiving traditions? What are you guys, what is like, what is your family going to be doing this year? Are you going to be going to someone's house that you haven't been to in a long time? Are you about to, I don't know, help actually cook this year for the longest time in my family I was not able to cook I had to watch because oh you're a little kid you're gonna mess everything up or you can't do this you can't do that yada 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 I finally graduated to the kitchen about three or four years ago and I'm so happy about that um but are you gonna be finally cooking this year if so what are you gonna cook and um also, are you doing a Friendsgiving this year? Friendsgivings, if you're not familiar with it, this is an opportunity for a lot of, honestly, I think college students really started it for some of us who are either unable to travel back home with our families or if it would just be too inconvenient or too costly to go from being in school, going away for like a couple of days and then coming back home, that can be, you know, a little a little expansive. So a lot of times what they'll do is if you're close to a friend that either lives in the same area or if you guys are stuck on campus or something like that you're able to just go over to that that person's house and have a get and have a thanksgiving there with your friends or you know if you're a senior but you're still again not traveling you have an opportunity to just have thanksgiving in your apartment just really really simple easy things like that so i'd be really really interested to know those kinds of things and what you guys plan on doing but um we're gonna go ahead and jump right in and i'm gonna say that first and foremost while we're getting ready for the holiday season, we cannot forget that the new year is right around the corner. I'm going to keep reminding you guys about that just because of the fact that, again, it comes up so quick. Out of nowhere, the next thing you know, we're going to wake up and it's going to be 2019. And what I would hate is I would hate for you guys to go into it not ready and prepared for your journey. So let me go ahead and say tis this. Um, what clutter do you have in your life that needs to bounce? Think about that for like two seconds. One, two. Okay. (laughs) Um, But seriously, guys, I know a lot of times when people are podcasting, they're listening while they're in the shower, they're listening while they're driving, listening maybe while they're working out, or maybe just going through the day and just kind of passing the time around. So throughout this episode, really be thinking about the clutter that needs to leave in your life. And obviously, you guys already know I'm going to relate this back to us as journeyers and travelers, but what clutter needs to just leave right so for example right now my room is a mess I'm highly aware that my room is a mess I've got clothes everywhere I've got notes everywhere my laptop desktop from all of my homework assignments is a mess my hair is a mess just everything is just messy um 
and that again isn't like a part of the clutter that has to leave and you know thankfully I will say that I've done like a detoxing of people (laughs) in my life recently as far as like getting you know cluttery people out of my life Um, but maybe you're not there yet maybe you've got some friends some messy friends some messy distant relatives or something like that just those types of things that are in your life right now that kind of need to leave so what are you doing to remove that clutter from your life right so obviously it's the holiday season thanksgiving is in a couple of days right you unfortunately like we talked about in the last episode you're you might have to be around some people that you don't want to be around for a little bit and I understand that that can be detrimental (laughs) to like everything that you're trying to do for yourself, right? Because 2018 was supposed to be the year of, oh yeah, I'm walking in 2018. Everything that's for me is going to be for me and I'm great. But for whatever reason, after the first maybe four to six months of the new year, the last half of the year just seems to be complete shit. You're just like, I don't know what's happening anymore. I'm failing one class, but passing one that I thought I was going to fail. And I want to have healthy skin, healthy hair, healthy relationship. And I want to have a lot of money in my account, but I can't do any of that because I'm too sleepy and I don't feel like getting out of bed. Just all those different thoughts and blah, right? So again, it's just clutter, right? Your mind can get cluttered. Your health can get cluttered. Like how many burgers have you had this month? right? Yeah. Granted, I love me some five guys. But what have you done that's healthy for your body? What have you done that's great for your mind, mentally, emotionally, even spiritually? How much time have you been spending with God and praying and really just involving yourself with yourself, right? So again, all that clutter has to go. And the reason why I'm doing this episode now is because when you see or when you're around or we're all about to eat some really really bad food um shout out to the vegetarians and the vegans you guys are much better people than i um i couldn't do it (laughs) i've seen some of the recipes and the thanksgiving dinners for them and i'm just like damn that looks absolutely delicious but where is the everything else (laughs) um so shout out to you guys y'all are some tough cookies um but you gotta be ready to get rid of all that So after Thanksgiving's over, it's going to be the rush for Black Friday, the rush for Christmas presents, then the rush for New Year's, and then boom, you've got no plan. You're out of, you're out of luck. So I really want you guys to focus on what's cluttering your life. Starting number one, right? So I guess we're going to throw some tips in here today. Um, Number one, I would say the best tip for removing the clutter is figuring out what is cluttered like cluttery cluttering we're gonna make up a word today yeah okay what is cluttering your life um for example like I said with me my room is a mess I've got clothes that I don't even remember buying I don't even remember people giving them to me I'm just like oh I haven't seen you in about five years what are you doing here so Take that opportunity, find some time either, you know, during the little break that we get for Thanksgiving over the weekend when, you know, the hype has kind of died down a little bit, the leftovers are running kind of thin. Take some time to just get rid of some stuff, right? Maybe you are a notebook freak. If you are a stationary lover like myself, we keep notebooks for years. And even if we don't need them, for whatever reason, we still have them. And again, it could be borderline stationary love, you know, to a borderline, you just, you know, a hoarder and you just like keeping shit for no reason. But 
Nevertheless, it's got to go, right? So there's some wonderful memories in holding on to certain things. Maybe you're a picture person or maybe you are a foodie and you love keeping like not necessarily keeping old food, but you just enjoy having snacks and stuff around you all the time or like you're if you're a late night muncher or something like that. Maybe you are, you know, a box keeper. Whatever your clutter is, if you haven't used it in the last two and a half weeks to three months, you probably don't need it. If it's a document that's important, put it in a file cabinet, find a file folder, go to Office Max, organize your life. Other than that, get rid of it. And I'll tell you why. Because a lot of times we confuse nostalgia and wanting to hold on to it for the memory of it for a healthy reason. But then in reality, it's actually we're holding on to something that we wish we had or wish we could go back to. Meaning like if you are someone who's, you know, kept certain awards or certain prizes from when you were younger, you're like, oh man, I was the best vocalist on my choir. I was the fastest track star, the best football player, the best whoever, right? You keep thing on, you're holding on to that because maybe you're not doing that anymore? Question mark. <laughs> Some introspection might need to happen there, right? So maybe something happened in life did a complete 360 on you and now you're not the best track star in the world. You're actually like, you know, you might have got an injury or yeah, you might have been the best vocalist, but now you're not singing anymore because you got to pay your bills. That's right. So there's a way that you can store different things. Obviously, there's storages. You know, moms are great. Ask your mama to hold on to them. Grandmas, if you know, God love, God willing, if they're still around, give them to a grandma. But you need a clear, open space to function and develop and build on the items that you can have right now. And what you have right now is yourself. So again, like I said, when I first, first started this podcast, I really wanted it to be for the college kids, for the, you know early I would say the smarter millennials because <laughs> yeah I know that we our generation gets shitted on a lot because oh we're so lazy and we eat Tide Pods and yada yada no that's the that's the bad side of us the good side of us is that we're hardworking. we're just stuck with a lot of crap that was not presented to previous generations before us so you have to make a clear path for yourself right now. And right now, you don't need to obviously hold on to the memory and the drive that you had as a child. But remember that now, you know, early 20s, mid 20s, yeah, you're just a big teenager. Really, you you went through the awkward of, okay, I'm getting acne, puberty sucks, I think my voice is cracking, I guess I'm getting taller. Why does everything hurt all of a sudden to now you're just a 20 year old or, you know, anywhere between 24, 25, and you're still feeling the same way. Only difference is now you got bills. Woohoo. <laughs> you know what I mean? So really, really think about those kinds of things. What can you, what is cluttering your life, whether you thought it was a good thing or not, and throw it away. The next tip that I would say, or I would recommend is Again, going back to the people. (sighs) Guys, we hold on to a lot of people that we don't need. And it makes us feel so much better. Like, I know um, a couple of my really close friends, they have no problem chopping somebody off. Like, you know that song, Ain't Nothing to Cut That Off? Yeah, like for them, it's like they walk around with scissors in their pocket. Like, ready? Like, nope, mm -mm, you gotta go. Snip, you're gone, right? I was not one of those people. I would hold on to you even if you didn't want to hold on yourself. 
I'd be like, I don't care if you're leaving, you staying, period. And that's so unhealthy. That's so, so unhealthy. You've got to get rid of those people. And when they're gone, let them stay gone. I guess this is like, you know, tip number two, sub A. When they're gone, let them stay gone. Do not invite them back into your life. If you and this ex have been on and off again for I don't know how many years, when they're finally off again, be off. Stay away. (laughs) When, I mean... It's just like if you were forcing yourself to put on the same pair of shoes that you can't wear anymore, but just because they were cute, you will find another cute pair of shoes, I promise. I'm not trying to compare humans to shoes, but for the sake of the analogy, you understand what I'm saying. If if, if it doesn't fit anymore, if your growth has outgrown somebody else, keep going and if the time comes when you know maybe their growth matches yours again then sure maybe you guys can meet up again for some coffee I'm definitely not opposed I believe that everyone deserves a second chance but you have to let people go so they can have that second chance um, to come back into your life and if they again if you're feeling or if you got this you know mindset of you know what I can kind of feel that you're not really doing what you were doing before or you still tripping mm, shit bye Felicia you gotta go (laughs) you know what I mean so get those cluttery people get them out you don't need them um and again when they're gone let them stay gone third tip that I could recommend is just stick to it and this one's for me (laughs) that one is kind of random but I have this tendency where I get on a really good routine and I'll keep that routine for ah man a good two weeks <laughs> and then all right well I'm back to crap again you know let me just live my life and I'd be and then what's so ironic is that I'll look at myself and say hmm you know this something's not right so I'm not what's not feeling good no more and then in the back of my mind I'm like well duh KB you went right back to what you said you weren't gonna do anymore you're like ah got it so be harder on yourself and for some people again it happens super super quickly you realize that this is not a good situation and you're gone um however for others like myself when you're around negativity for such a long time it is very it it can be it doesn't have to be but it can be difficult to find that positive uh and to keep going with it and to stick with it because you have been set in such a routine and such a habit to surround yourself with such negativity so it's important that again you recognize it remove it let it stay gone and stick to it those are the most important things um that i could really recommend as far as like removing the clutter and stuff out of your life and to just be grateful for what you do have so you know again college student being broke going through this whole gosh i want yada 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 i want my lexus i want my nice house i'm ready for a marriage i want some kids i I need 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 i want 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 no right now the most important thing is just cleaning my room take to just sometimes we get so caught up in the future because obviously being in school we're focusing on our degrees and shout out to my seniors guys we got six more months unless you're graduating in december you lucky you know what um for those of us who are still stuck in the game until may of 2019 we got a couple more months and then we're out of there and it can be so detrimental to your growth if you keep wanting to be further than where you are right now that was supposed to sound a lot more epic than what I made it sound but when you're so caught up in the future 
you forget to be appreciative of your present. And so when your future becomes your present, you are completely lost. You just don't know what anything is. You don't know where you're going because you spent so much time speeding up the growth. You didn't learn from it. Growth and learning go hand in hand. They are they are buddies. And while you are growing, if you have not learned from it, it's literally just another experience that's happening in your life. So I would just say, again, appreciate where you are. Be grateful for the, the growing pains because they will pay off. If you have been completely diligent and you've been actively pursuing a healthy relationship with God, with yourself, with your family, your friends, as that continues to go forward, you will you will start noticing the change within yourself. You'll start feeling a little bit better. You'll start developing and um, just just being a better traveler, <laughs> just, just of lack for lack of a better word. Um, but uh, but yeah. So clutter gotta go out the door. Uh, the other thing that I kind of want to touch on in this episode, and it's extremely random, but I've been talking about it for a long time, and I think it's just time for me just to go ahead and boom, attack it. My hair. <sighs> Where do we start? Where do we go from here? And again, there is a lesson to everything that I'm about to say, but I am not one. Well, I'm doing the, my best not to share extremely personal things just because I don't want my story to influence you guys too much. Uh, but I do want to share the highlights, like the, the, the good things. So with my natural hair, I went natural when I was in high school. And up until then, I'd always had chemicals in my hair probably since I was about six or seven years old and from six to seven up until about 16 I had relaxers and again because obviously I want my podcast to be available for everyone for those of you who do not know African-American women um have naturally curly hair some of us do that I do know that there are some cases where there are some women who are black who have you know naturally straighter hair or naturally wavier hair but um for me, my personal experience, my hair has always been extremely kinky, coily, curly. Um, and I was super excited. I did the big chop, chopped all my hair off on July 22nd, 2013. Yeah, 2013 going into 2014. And I had super, super short hair, like short like a boy. Um, and I loved it. I was happy. You couldn't tell me nothing. I had chubby cheeks and short hair and it was cute. And as time went on, my hair kept growing. And of course, you know, being in high school, I obviously had absolutely no job. So I was doing DIY treatments, DIY, the do-it-yourself treatments. I couldn't afford Shea Moisture, could barely afford Cantu. So I started buying fruits and vegetables and eggs and mayonnaise to put in my hair for my deep conditioners. And that went great. So years go by, time goes on. I start working at a hair store as I get older. Working at that hair store probably was the best, worst thing that could have happened. Best thing for my life and growth as a professional because I learned a lot there, but horrible for my hair because I did some really shitty things to my head. I think I colored my hair over the course of working there maybe about three to five times. And on top of that, I was still 
getting blowouts a blowout is again straightening your hair making it like I look I want to see how long my hair was because when you have naturally curly hair it shrinks and it shrivels like a raisin <laughs> and you want to see how long and beautiful your hair is so I denied it for a long long time but it finally happened my hair is not indestructible I damaged my hair so I've got color damage and I do believe maybe a little bit of heat damage and I and as you guys know I did get my locks I was excited about starting a lock journey but I realized that that was not for me and I'll tell you why sometimes things happen um, on purpose to keep you from doing something stupid so the day that I went to get my locks it seemed as if almost every possible thing that could have gone wrong went wrong was late my car was messed up I almost you know missed the appointment time again it was just horrible but little me I'm determined I'm gonna hit my goal I'm gonna get the yada I'm gonna have my locks and I had them for three weeks and then bitches had to go (laughs) so but of course when you get locks your hair goes through I was doing the coil method the comb coils so she had to take a tiny little 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 comb and take my big big curly hair my little afro well my big afro and she had to spiral each little section of hair um I never even counted that's how undedicated I was to my lock journey guys I didn't even count how many locks I had in my head and from doing all that I was like I'm not happy I'm not happy with my hair. I wasn't happy with the hair color. That's why I kept changing it. I wasn't happy because once my hair was straight, I love my hair straight because that's what I grew up with for a long, long time. But of course, once your hair is straight, I loved washing my hair and curly natural hair and water that, you know, that doesn't go together because it's going to make your hair shrivel back up. So I finally accepted my hair is damaged. I messed it up. There's no one else's fault but my own. I could point fingers and say it was this person, that beautician, this yada, yada, yada. Nope, it's my fault. So now I'm in a stage where I have to go through this. All right, do I cut my hair and completely start over and just, you know, work with what I got again? Or do I maintain what I have, gradually make changes and hope for the best for my hair? And the decision right now, (laughs) is that we're going to gradually make changes as it goes on so there will be lots of recipes lots of going back to the old ways of how I did things and just kind of you know figuring figuring that out as it goes but I want to be honest and, and share the hair journey part with you guys because we neglect hair a lot because for some people, it doesn't matter. There, there's, there would be a, an, another person would be like, oh, my hair's damaged, bet, shaving it all off. And be fine with that. There are some people who are just like, no, my hair, that's why I never put heat to it. I never put color to it because I'm never going to let my hair get damaged because my hair is everything. And I'm kind of somewhere in the middle. I don't think hair is the end all be all, but I do believe that it is a part of you and you should take care of it. You know, it's it's the top of your, it's the top of your head. It's the, one of the first things that people recognize about you. Um, aside from other things, you should just keep it up. So I say all that to say the reason why I'm choosing to gradually make changes to my hair and not completely chop it all off like I would, believe me, um, is because I I want to go back. When I first went natural, my mentality was I'm not listening to anyone and anything 
ever again. I chopped all the relaxer out of my hair because I was like, I'm at the point now where, of course, you know, ha, I'm 16, I'm grown. Boy, was I wrong. But at that moment, I was like, you know what? I want to take charge and I want to start doing more with my hair. And I can vividly remember being in my room with all of my, um, with my natural hair crew. Shout out to you girls. Love and miss you guys so much. But we all were sitting in one person's dorm. We all had natural hair. Everybody had different textures, different porosities, different products. And we I just remember all of us just sitting there like just combing our hair and detangling the hair and talking about how soft it was and comparing prices. And oh my gosh, looking at this hair tutorial and that tutorial on YouTube, just trying to figure the damn thing out. And the reason why I want to do it gradually is because I want to reteach myself the patience that I had in the beginning. I think I've always had problems with patience, but I think it kind of got worse as I got older because I, I, I got I got more responsibilities and I got more instant gratification, right? So obviously didn't have a car before, so I had to wait for things, but now I have a car, I can go wherever I want to. You know, we, we, we sometimes get so involved with what we can do that we forgot that we couldn't do it before and start taking it for granted. Um, So tying it back in with the clutter. There are some things that I let go that I probably should have kept. And one of the things that I should have kept was how determined I was to have really nice hair. And I just kind of got over it. My hair started growing longer and I was like, yeah, you know, my hair's gonna take care of itself. I'm gonna be great. I would go I would always wash my hair. I would damn sure not comb that thing. Oh my gosh, I was not putting no comb, no brush, no nothing to my hair unless I absolutely positively had to. I wasn't twisting my hair up at night. I wasn't wrapping it up with a silk scarf or sleeping on my satin pillow. There were just a lot of things I just gave up on because I was like, yeah, my, my hair is still here. And that's the problem. I kept thinking my hair will still grow. I could treat it like crap and my hair will still grow. Nothing bad can happen to my hair. I got my hair blown out one time, got no heat damage. I'm like, bet my hair is indestructible. And guys, that's how I was treating my life. I was treating my life like I was treating my hair. I was just throwing everything that I could to me, stressing myself out, being in toxic relationships, going and doing all types of different things to please other people and not actually putting any effort back into myself. And... I didn't realize it, but I was doing the exact same thing to my hair. So now I'm at a point where my, where my hair was broken (laughs) and thankfully I'm at a better, you know, a better stage in my life, but my hair has not caught up yet. So my hair is like a reminder of this is what you better not ever do to yourself ever again, ever. Um, and yeah, so I'm not excited about the damage definitely not happy about the shedding but I'm happy for the opportunity to get back on track to have a constant reminder of this is what happens when you treat yourself like shit and also to even flip it this is what happens this is what will happen if you do this to other people you cannot unload your crap on others all the time at some point in time you're gonna have to pick up your own self and just start moving 
slowly but surely no one's asking you to get it right the first time so as you're traveling through your through your life you're not gonna automatically be on the right path you might take a detour you might have to go over a bridge you might have to go under a bridge you might go on a dirt road whatever happens guys you have to remember that it's all gonna lead you to the right thing you just have to stay on the right path and whatever that path is I know for sure it does not involve putting yourself through the ringer and you know going absolutely crazy because that's not good so yeah obviously you know it's just quote quote unquote it's just hair but it's attached to you it's a part of you and the way you treat yourself is exactly how you'll treat the rest of you and how you'll treat other people in your life you need to remind yourself constantly that it is never okay to put the needs for you second so while my hair is damaged and she is just you know my little fro baby she's she's going through it I made it and I know my hair can too so I would just I would just stress to you all more than anything that if you are going through a difficult time right now whether it's physically, mentally, emotionally, spiritually, whatever Ali you can possibly think of, whatever you're going through, just stay motivated. Get your ass up. That's the tough love, but in all actuality, that's the only love there really is. You have got to stay on it. Understand what is holding you back, what is hindering you, and just continue to move forward. I'm not saying, y'all, that my room is going to stay clean forever. Eventually, yes, it will get junky again. But I will remember, hey, clean it up. Clean it up. Clean it up and comb it out. That's ha ha ha. Boom. There you go. Clean it up and comb it out. Just keep moving, keep grooving, and it will continuously start to push you and move you forward and allow you to say hey this is what I was doing and now I know that's not what to do and this is what is to do so gosh I I love doing this for you guys I love doing these podcasts because as I'm talking I'm remembering and I'm you know reminding myself hey you gotta do this too you can't you can't be a traveler helping other travelers and you forget that you're on your own journey as well so i'll definitely keep you guys updated i might even share a little bit of it on my social media about just what's going on with the hair how it's growing i'll definitely show you guys pictures of the shedding so you understand what i'm talking about when i say that this sucker is bad um but i'm also excited for the growth i'm excited for the chance to really see my hair develop and to flourish because it's honestly never been longer than about uh, thank God it's finally past shoulder length and it's a little bit past the collarbone. So I'm really excited about that, but I want my hair to grow. Like I want myself to grow. So we'll, we're going to do this together. Um, and sometimes uh, pairing, not comparing, but pairing off your journey with something else, uh, watching that grow, you will honestly see that the other thing kind of grows as well, like a balance. So I really hope that you guys enjoyed this video. Obviously, sorry, this is not a video. <laughs> I'm thinking about the future, guys. Excuse me. Uh, being in the moment right now, I hope you guys enjoyed this podcast. Um, and of course, as always, share it with a friend. Listen to it. If you're listening on a 
anchor give a you know some applause here or there i love hearing the applause leave me some voice messages and of course if you're listening on spotify thank you so much and please make sure you add this to a playlist and share it with a friend or two so they can see it popping up on their profiles and like oh this looks like a really cool podcast who is this kb chick let me check her out real quick um and just you know kind of going from there and obviously i will not be uh doing another episode because hello guys i'm gonna be stuffing my face with some really delicious food for thanksgiving and i want you to be doing the same thing so i'll be back after thanksgiving with some more episodes and some more uh growth tips and all that kind of good stuff for you guys and as always fuel up pack light and journey to you and i will talk to you guys on the next episode bye What's up, travelers? It's your girl, KB, back with another Journey to You podcast episode. And guys, I've missed you. We all know what this week is. We know what this week means. Ladies and gentlemen, it's Thanksgiving, baby. It's that time for the for the love, for the food, for the prayers and the games and the family fun, all of that. I cannot explain or even express to you guys how excited and ready for this I am and I even plan on attacking a banana pudding this year you guys pray for me um I've done it before but I just it tasted really good I just did not enjoy the consistency of the product if you know what I'm saying um but we're going to try that this year i'm really interested to know what are your thanksgiving traditions what are you guys what is like what is your family going to be doing this year are you going to be going to someone's house that you haven't been to in a long time are you about to i don't know help actually cook this year for the longest time in my family i was not able to cook i had to watch because oh you're a little kid you're gonna mess everything up or you can't do this you can't do that yada 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 i finally graduated to the kitchen about three or four years ago and i'm so happy about that um but are you gonna be finally cooking this year if so what are you gonna cook and um also, are you doing a Friendsgiving this year? Friendsgivings, if you're not familiar with it, this is an opportunity for a lot of, honestly, I think college students really started it. For some of us who are either unable to travel back home with our families or if it would just be too inconvenient or too costly to go from being in school, going away for like a couple of days and then coming back home, that can be, you know, a little a little expansive. So a lot of times what they'll do is if you're close to a friend that either lives in the same area or if you guys are still stuck on campus or something like that you're able to just go over to that that person's house and have a get and have a thanksgiving there with your friends or you know if you're a senior but you're still again not traveling you have an opportunity to just have thanksgiving in your apartment just really really simple easy things like that so i'd be really really interested to know those kinds of things and what you guys plan on doing but um we're gonna go ahead and jump right in and i'm gonna say that first and foremost while we're getting ready for the holiday season we cannot forget that the new year is right around the corner i'm gonna keep reminding you guys about that just because of the fact that again it comes up so quick out of nowhere the next thing you know we're gonna wake up and it's gonna be 2019 and what i would hate is i would hate for you guys to go into it not ready and prepared for your journey so let me go ahead and say tis this um what clutter do you have in your life that needs to bounce Think about that for like two seconds. 
one, two. Okay. <laughs> um, but seriously, guys, I know a lot of times when people are podcasting, they're listening while they're in the shower, they're listening while they're driving, listening maybe while they're working out, or maybe just going through the day and just kind of passing the time around. So throughout this episode, really be thinking about the clutter that needs to leave in your life. And obviously, you guys already know I'm going to relate this back to us as journeyers and travelers, but what clutter needs to just leave, right? So for example, right now, my room is a mess. I'm highly aware that my room is a mess. I've got clothes everywhere. I've got notes everywhere. My laptop desktop from all of my homework assignments is a mess. My hair is a mess. Just everything is just messy. Um, And that, again, isn't like a part of the clutter that has to leave. And, you know, thankfully, I will say that I've done like a detoxing of people (laughs) in my life recently as far as like getting, you know, cluttery people out of my life. Um, But maybe you're not there yet. Maybe you've got some friends, some messy friends, some messy distant relatives or something like that. Just those types of things that are in your life right now that kind of need to leave. So what are you doing to remove that clutter from your life, right? So obviously it's the holiday season. Thanksgiving is in a couple of days, right? You unfortunately, like we talked about in the last episode, you might have to be around some people that you don't want to be around for a little bit. And I understand that that can be detrimental (laughs) to like everything that you're trying to do for yourself, right? Because 2018 was supposed to be the year of, oh yeah, I'm walking in 2018. Everything that's for me is going to be for me and I'm great. But for whatever reason, after the first maybe four to six months of the new year, the last half of the year just seems to be complete shit. You're just like, I don't know what's happening anymore. I'm failing one class, but passing one that I thought I was going to fail. And I want to have healthy skin, healthy hair, healthy relationship. And I want to have a lot of money in my account, but I can't do any of that because I'm too sleepy and I don't feel like getting out of bed. Just all those different thoughts and blah, right? So again, it's just clutter, right? Your mind can get cluttered. Your health can get cluttered. Like how many burgers have you had this month? right? Yeah. Granted, I love me some five guys. But what have you done that's healthy for your body? What have you done that's great for your mind, mentally, emotionally, even spiritually? How much time have you been spending with God and praying and really just involving yourself with yourself, right? So again, all that clutter has to go. And the reason why I'm doing this episode now is because When you see or when you're around or we're all about to eat some really, really bad food, um, shout out to the vegetarians and the vegans. You guys are much better people than I. Um, I couldn't do it. (laughs) I've seen some of the recipes and the Thanksgiving dinners for them. And I'm just like, damn, that looks absolutely delicious. But where is the everything else? (laughs) Um, So shout out to you guys. Y'all are some tough cookies. Um, But you got to be ready to get rid of all that. So after Thanksgiving's over, it's going to be the rush for Black Friday, the rush for Christmas presents, then the rush for New Year's, and then boom, you've got no plan. You're out of you're out of luck. So I really want you guys to focus on what's cluttering your life. Starting number 1, right? So I guess we're going to throw some tips in here today. Um number 1, I would say the best tip for removing the clutter is figuring out what is cluttered like cluttery cluttering we're gonna make up a word today yeah okay what is cluttering your life um for example like I said with me my room is a mess I've got clothes 
that I don't even remember buying. I don't even remember people giving them to me. I'm just like, oh, I haven't seen you in about five years. What are you doing here? So take that opportunity, find some time either, you know, during the little break that we get for Thanksgiving over the weekend when, you know, the hype has kind of died down a little bit, the leftovers are running kind of thin. Um, take some time to just get rid of some stuff, right? Maybe you are a notebook freak. If you are a stationary lover like myself, we keep notebooks for years. And even if we don't need them, for whatever reason, we still have them. And again, it could be borderline stationary love, you know, to a borderline, you just, you know, a hoarder and you just like keeping shit for no reason. But nevertheless, it's got to go, right? So there's some wonderful memories and holding on to certain things. Maybe you're a picture person or maybe you are a foodie and you love keeping like not necessarily keeping old food, but you just enjoy having snacks and stuff around you all the time. Or like you're, if you're a late night muncher or something like that, maybe you are, you know, a box keeper, whatever your clutter is. If you haven't used it in the last two and a half weeks to three months, you probably don't need it. If it's a document that's important, put it in a file cabinet, find a file folder, go to Office Max, organize your life. Other than that, get rid of it. And I'll tell you why, because a lot of times we confuse nostalgia and wanting to hold on to it for the memory of it for a healthy reason. But then in reality, it's actually we're holding on to something that we wish we had or wish we could go back to. Meaning like if you are someone who's, you know, kept certain awards or certain prizes from when you were younger, you're like, oh man, I was the best vocalist on my choir. I was the fastest track star, the best football player, the best whoever, right? You keep thing on, you're holding on to that because maybe you're not doing that anymore? Question mark. <laughs> Some introspection might need to happen there right so maybe something happened life did a complete 360 on you and now you're not the best track star in the world you're actually like you know you might have got an injury or yeah you might have been the best vocalist but now you're not singing anymore because you got to pay your bills that's right so there's a way that you can store different things. Obviously, there's storages. You know, moms are great. Asking your mama to hold on to them. Grandmas, if you know, God love, God willing, if they're still around, give them to a grandma. But you need a clear, open space to function and develop and build on the items that you can have right now. And what you have right now is yourself. So again, like I said, when I first first started this podcast, I really wanted it to be for the college kids, for the you know early I would say the smarter millennials because <laughs> yeah I know that we our generation gets shitted on a lot because oh we're so lazy and we eat Tide Pods and yada yada no that's the that's the bad side of us the good side of us is that we're hardworking. we're just stuck with a lot of crap that was not presented to previous generations before us so you have to make a clear path for yourself right now. And right now, you don't need to obviously hold on to the memory and the drive that you had as a child. But remember that now, you know, early 20s, mid 20s, yeah, you're just a big teenager, really. You're, you went through the awkward of, okay, I'm getting acne, puberty sucks, I think my voice is cracking, I guess I'm getting taller. Why does everything hurt all of a sudden? To now you're just a 20 year old or you know, anywhere between 24, 25, and you're still feeling the same way. Only difference is now you got bills. Woohoo! <laughs> you know what I mean? So really 
really think about those kinds of things. What can you, what is cluttering your life, whether you thought it was a good thing or not, and throw it away. The next tip that I would say, or I would recommend is, again, going back to the people. (sighs) Guys, we hold on to a lot of people that we don't need. And it makes us feel so much better. Like, I know um, a couple of my really close friends, they have no problem chopping somebody off. Like, you know that song, Ain't Nothing to Cut That Bitch Off? Yeah, like, for them, it's like they walk around with scissors in their pocket. Like, ready? Like, nope, mm -mm, you gotta go. Snip, you're gone, right? I was not one of those people. I would hold on to you even if you didn't want to hold on yourself. I'd be like, I don't care if you're leaving. You staying, period. And that's so unhealthy. That's so, so unhealthy. You've got to get rid of those people. And when they're gone, let them stay gone. I guess this is like, you know, tip number two, sub A. When they're gone, let them stay gone. Do not invite them back into your life. If you and this ex have been on and off again for I don't know how many years, when they're finally off again, be off. Stay away. (laughs) When, I mean... It's just like if you were forcing yourself to put on the same pair of shoes that you can't wear anymore, but just because they were cute, you will find another cute pair of shoes, I promise. I'm not trying to compare humans to shoes, but for the sake of the analogy, you understand what I'm saying. If, if, if it doesn't fit anymore, if your growth has outgrown somebody else, keep going. And if the time comes when, you know, maybe their growth matches yours again, then sure. Maybe you guys can meet up again for some coffee. I'm definitely not opposed. I believe that everyone deserves a second chance, but you have to let people go so they can have that second chance um, to come back into your life. And if they, again, if you're feeling, or if you got this, you know, mindset of, you know what, I can kind of feel that you're not really doing what you were doing before, or you still tripping, shit, bye Felicia you gotta go (laughs) you know what I mean so get those cluttery people get them out you don't need them um and again when they're gone let them stay gone third tip that I could recommend is just stick to it and this one's for me (laughs) that one is kind of random but I have this tendency where I get on a really good routine and I'll keep that routine for ah man a good two weeks <laughs> and then all right well I'm back to crap again you know let me just live my life and I'd be and then what's so ironic is that I'll look at myself and say hmm you know this something's not right so I'm not what's not feeling good no more and then in the back of my mind I'm like well duh KB you went right back to what you said you weren't gonna do anymore you're like ah got it so be harder on yourself and for some people again it happens super, super quickly. You realize that this is not a good situation and you're gone. Um, however, for others like myself, when you're around negativity for such a long time, it is very, it, it can be, it doesn't have to be, but it can be difficult to find that positive uh and to keep going with it and to stick with it because you have been set in such a routine and such a habit to surround yourself with such negativity. So it's important that again, you recognize it, remove it, let it stay gone and stick to it. Those are the most important things um, that I could really recommend as far as like removing the clutter and stuff out of your life. And to just be grateful for what you do have. So, you know, again, college student being broke going through this whole gosh I want yada 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 I want my Lexus I want my nice house I'm ready for a marriage I want some kids I I need 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 I want 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 no right now 
the most important thing is just cleaning my room take to just sometimes we get so caught up in the future because obviously being in school we're focusing on our degrees and shout out to my seniors guys we got six more months unless you're graduating in december you lucky you know what um for those of us who are still stuck in the game until may of 2019 we got a couple more months and then we're out of there and it can be so detrimental to your growth if you keep wanting to be further than where you are right now that was supposed to sound a lot more epic than what I made it sound but when you're so caught up in the future you forget to be appreciative of your present and so when your future becomes your present you are completely lost you just don't know what anything is you don't know where you're going because you spent so much time speeding up the growth you didn't learn from it growth and learning go hand in hand they are they are buddies and while you are growing if you have not learned from it it's literally just another experience that's happening in your life so I would just say again appreciate where you are be grateful for the the growing pains because they will pay off if you have been completely diligent and you've been actively pursuing a healthy relationship with god with yourself with your family your friends as that continues to go forward you will you will start noticing the change within yourself you'll start feeling a little bit better you'll start developing and um just just being a better traveler <laughs> to, to, of lack for lack of a better word um but uh but yeah so clutter gotta go out the door uh the other thing that i kind of want to touch on in this episode and it's extremely random but i've been talking about it for a long time and i think it's just time for me just to go ahead and boom attack it my hair <sighs> where do we start where do we go from here and again there is a lesson to everything that i'm about to say but I am not one, well, I'm doing my best not to share extremely personal things just because I don't want my story to influence you guys too much, Uh, but I do want to share the highlights, like the, the, the good things. So with my natural hair, I went natural when I was in high school and up until then, I'd always had chemicals in my hair probably since I was about six or seven years old and from six to seven up until about 16 I had relaxers and again because obviously I want my podcast to be available for everyone for those of you who do not know African-American women um have naturally curly hair some of us do that I do know that there are some cases where there are some women who are black who have you know naturally straighter hair or naturally wavier hair but um for me, my personal experience, my hair has always been extremely kinky, coily, curly. Um, and I was super excited. I did the big chop, chopped all my hair off on July 22nd, 2013. Yeah, 2013 going into 2014. And I had super, super short hair, like short like a boy. Um, and I loved it. I was happy. You couldn't tell me nothing. I had chubby cheeks and short hair and it was cute. And as time went on, my hair kept growing. And of course, you know, being in high school, I obviously had absolutely no job. So I was doing DIY treatments, DIY, the do-it-yourself treatments. I couldn't afford Shea Moisture, could barely afford Cantu. So I started buying fruits and vegetables and eggs and mayonnaise to put in my hair for my deep conditioners. 
and that went great. So years go by, time goes on. I start working at a hair store as I get older. Working at that hair store probably was the best worst thing that could have happened. Best thing for my life and growth as a professional because I learned a lot there, but horrible for my hair because I did some really shitty things to my head. I think I colored my hair over the course of working there maybe about three to five times and on top of that i was still getting blowouts a blowout is again straightening your hair making you like i look i wanted to see how long my hair was because when you have naturally curly hair it shrinks and it shrivels like a raisin <laughs> and you want to see how long and beautiful your hair is so i denied it for a long long time but it finally happened my hair is not indestructible I damaged my hair so I've got color damage and I do believe maybe a little bit of heat damage and I and as you guys know I did get my locks I was excited about starting a lock journey but I realized that that was not for me and I'll tell you why sometimes things happen um, on purpose to keep you from doing something stupid so the day that I went to get my locks it seemed as if almost every possible thing that could have gone wrong went wrong was late my car was messed up I almost, you know, missed the appointment time again. It was just horrible. But little me, I'm determined. I'm going to hit my goal. I'm going to get the yada. I'm going to have my locks. And I had them for three weeks. And then bitches had to go. (laughs) So, but of course, when you get locks, your hair goes through. I was doing the coil method the comb coils so she had to take a tiny little 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 comb and take my big big curly hair my little afro well my big afro and she had to spiral each little section of hair um I never even counted that's how undedicated I was to my lock journey guys I didn't even count how many locks I had in my head and from doing all that I was like I'm not happy I'm not happy with my hair. I wasn't happy with the hair color. That's why I kept changing it. I wasn't happy because once my hair was straight, I love my hair straight because that's what I grew up with for a long, long time. But of course, once your hair is straight, I loved washing my hair and curly natural hair and water that, you know, that doesn't go together because it's going to make your hair shrivel back up. So I finally accepted my hair is damaged. I messed it up. There's no one else's fault but my own. I could point fingers and say it was this person, that petition, this yada, yada, yada. Nope, it's my fault. So now I'm in a stage where I have to go through this. All right, do I cut my hair and completely start over and just, you know, work with what I got again? Or do I maintain what I have, gradually make changes and hope for the best for my hair? And the decision right now, (laughs) is that we're going to gradually make changes as it goes on so there will be lots of recipes lots of going back to the old ways of how I did things and just kind of you know figuring figuring that out as it goes but I want to be honest and, and share the hair journey part with you guys because we neglect hair a lot because for some people, it doesn't matter. There, there's, there would be a, an, another person would be like, oh, my hair's damaged, bet, shaving it all off. And be fine with that. 
there are some people who are just like, no, my hair, that's why I never put heat to it. I never put color to it because I'm never going to let my hair get damaged because my hair is everything. And I'm kind of somewhere in the middle. I don't think hair is the end all be all, but I do believe that it is a part of you and you should take care of it. You know, it's it's the top of your, it's the top of your head. It's the, one of the first things that people recognize about you. Um, aside from other things, you should just keep it up. So I say all that to say the reason why I'm choosing to gradually make changes to my hair and not completely chop it all off like I would, believe me, um, is because I, I want to go back. When I first went natural, my mentality was I'm not listening to anyone and anything ever again. I chopped all the relaxer out of my hair because I was like, I'm at the point now where, of course, you know, how I'm 16, I'm grown. <laughs> boy was I wrong but at that moment I was like you know what I want to take charge and I want to start doing more with my hair and I can vividly remember being in my room with all of my um with my natural hair crew shout out to you girls love and miss you guys so much but we all were sitting in one person's dorm we all had natural hair everybody had different textures different porosities different products and we I just remember all of us just sitting there like just combing our hair and detangling the hair and talking about how soft it was and comparing prices and oh my gosh looking at this hair tutorial and that tutorial on YouTube just trying to figure the damn thing out and the reason why I want to do it gradually is because I want to reteach myself the patience that I had in the beginning. I think I've always had problems with patience, but I think it kind of got worse as I got older because I, I got I got more responsibilities and I got more instant gratification. Right. So obviously didn't have a car before, so I had to wait for things. But now I have a car. I can go wherever I want to. You know, we, we, we sometimes get so involved with what we can do that we forgot that we couldn't do it before and start taking it for granted um so tying it back in with the clutter there are some things that I let go that I probably should have kept and one of the things that I should have kept was how determined I was to have really nice hair and I just kind of got over it my hair started growing longer and I was like yeah you know my hair's gonna take care of itself I'm be great I would go I would always wash my hair, but I would damn sure not comb that thing. Oh my gosh, I was not putting no comb, no brush, no nothing to my hair unless I absolutely positively had to. I wasn't twisting my hair up at night. I wasn't wrapping it up with a silk scarf or sleeping on my satin pillow. There were just a lot of things I just gave up on because I was like, yeah, my, my hair is still here. And that's the problem. I kept thinking my hair will still grow. I could treat it like crap and my hair will still grow. Nothing bad can happen to my hair. I got my hair blown out one time, got no heat damage. I'm like, bet my hair is indestructible. And guys, that's how I was treating my life. I was treating my life like I was treating my hair. I was just throwing everything that I could to me, stressing myself out, being in toxic relationships, going and doing all types of different things to please other people and not actually putting any effort back into myself. And I didn't realize it, but I was doing the exact same thing to my hair. So now I'm at a point where my where my hair was broken, <laughs> and thankfully I'm at a better you know a better stage in my life. But my hair has not caught up yet. So my hair is like a reminder of this is what you better not ever do to yourself ever again, ever. Um, and yeah, so I'm not excited about the damage. 
definitely not happy about the shedding, but I'm happy for the opportunity to get back on track, to have a constant reminder of this is what happens when you treat yourself like shit. And also to even flip it, this is what happens. This is what will happen if you do this to other people. You cannot unload your crap on others all the time. At some point in time, you're going to have to pick up your own self and just start moving slowly but surely. No one's asking you to get it right the first time. So as you're traveling through your through your life, you're not going to automatically be on the right path. You might take a detour. You might have to go over a bridge. You might have to go under a bridge. You might go on a dirt road. Whatever happens, guys, you have to remember that it's all going to lead you to the right thing. You just have to stay on the right path. And whatever that path is, I know for sure it does not involve putting yourself through the ringer and, you know, going absolutely crazy because that's not good. So, yeah, obviously, you know, it's just quote, quote unquote, it's just hair, but it's attached to you. It's a part of you. And the way you treat yourself is exactly how you'll treat the rest of you and how you'll treat other people in your life. You need to remind yourself constantly that it is never okay to put the needs for you second. So while my hair is damaged and she is just, you know, my little fro baby, she's, she's going through it. I made it and I know my hair can too. So I would just, I would just stress to you all more than anything that if you are going through a difficult time right now, whether it's physically, mentally, emotionally, spiritually, whatever Ali you can possibly think of, whatever you're going through, just stay motivated. Get your ass up. That's the tough love, but in all actuality, that's the only love there really is. You have got to stay on it. Understand what is holding you back, what is hindering you, and just continue to move forward. I'm not saying, y'all, that my room is going to stay clean forever. Eventually, yes, it will get junky again. But I will remember, hey, clean it up. Clean it up. Clean it up and comb it out. That's ha ha ha. Boom. There you go. Clean it up and comb it out. Just keep moving, keep grooving, and it will continuously start to push you and move you forward and allow you to say hey this is what I was doing and now I know that's not what to do and this is what is to do so gosh I I love doing this for you guys I love doing these podcasts because as I'm talking I'm remembering and I'm you know reminding myself hey you gotta do this too you can't you can't be a traveler helping other travelers and you forget that you're on your own journey as well so i'll definitely keep you guys updated i might even share a little bit of it on my social media about just what's going on with the hair how it's growing i'll definitely show you guys pictures of the shedding so you understand what i'm talking about when i say that this sucker is bad um but i'm also excited for the growth i'm excited for the chance to really see my hair develop and to flourish because it's honestly never been longer than about uh, thank God it's finally past shoulder length and it's a little bit past the collarbone. So I'm really excited about that, but I want my hair to grow. Like I want myself to grow. So we'll, we're going to do this together. Um, and sometimes uh, pairing, not comparing, but pairing off your journey with something else uh, 
watching that grow, you will honestly see that the other thing kind of grows as well, like a balance. So I really hope that you guys enjoyed this video. Obviously, sorry, this is not a video. <laughs> I'm thinking about the future, guys. Excuse me. Uh, being in the moment right now, I hope you guys enjoyed this podcast. Um, and of course, as always, share it with a friend. Listen to it. If you're listening on uh, Anchor, give a you know some applause here or there. I love hearing the applause. Leave me some voice messages. And of course, if you're listening on Spotify, thank you so much. And please make sure you add this to a playlist and share it with a friend or two so they can see it popping up on their profiles. And like, oh, this is, looks like a really cool podcast. Who is this KB chick? Let me check her out real quick. Um, and just, you know, kind of going from there. And obviously I will not be uh, doing another episode because hello guys, I'm gonna be stuffing my face with some really delicious food for Thanksgiving. And I want you to be doing the same thing. So I'll be back after Thanksgiving with some more episodes and some more uh, growth tips and all that kind of good stuff for you guys. And as always, fuel up, pack light and journey to you. And I will talk to you guys on the next episode. Bye. What's up, travelers? It's your girl, KB, back with another Journey to You podcast episode. And guys, I've missed you. We all know what this week is. We know what this week means. Ladies and gentlemen, it's Thanksgiving, baby. It's that time for the for the love, for the food, for the prayers and the games and the family fun, all of that. I cannot explain or even express to you guys how excited and ready for this I am. And I even plan on attacking a banana pudding this year. You guys pray for me. Um, I've done it before, but I just, it tasted really good. I just did not enjoy the consistency of the product, if you know what I'm saying. Um, but we're going to try that this year. I'm really interested to know what are your Thanksgiving traditions? What are you guys, what is like, what is your family going to be doing this year? Are you going to be going to someone's house that you haven't been to in a long time? Are you about to, I don't know, help actually cook this year? For the longest time in my family, I was not able to cook. I had to watch because, oh, you're a little kid. You're going to mess everything up or you can't do this. You can't do that. Yada, yada, yada. I finally graduated to the kitchen about three or four years ago, and I'm so happy about that. Um, but are you going to be finally cooking this year? If so, what are you going to cook? And uh, also, are you doing a Friendsgiving this year? Friendsgivings, if you're not familiar with it, this is an opportunity for a lot of, honestly, I think college students really started it. For some of us who are either unable to travel back home with our families or if it would just be too inconvenient or too costly to go from being in school, going away for like a couple of days and then coming back home, that can be, you know, a little a little expansive. So a lot of times what they'll do is if you're close to a friend that either lives in the same area or if you guys are stuck on campus or something like that, you're able to just go over to that that person's house and have a and have a Thanksgiving there with your friends or you know if you're a senior but you're still again not traveling you have an opportunity to just have Thanksgiving in your apartment just really really simple easy things like that so I'd be really really interested to know those kinds of things and what you guys plan on doing but um we're gonna go ahead and jump right in and I'm gonna say that first and foremost 
while we're getting ready for the holiday season, we cannot forget that the new year is right around the corner. I'm going to keep reminding you guys about that just because of the fact that, again, it comes up so quick. Out of nowhere, the next thing you know, we're going to wake up and it's going to be 2019. And what I would hate is I would hate for you guys to go into it not ready and prepared for your journey. So let me go ahead and say tis this. Um, what clutter do you have in your life that needs to bounce? Think about that for like two seconds. One, two. Okay. <laughs> um, but seriously, guys, I know a lot of times when people are podcasting, they're listening while they're in the shower, they're listening while they're driving, listening maybe while they're working out, or maybe just going through the day and just kind of passing the time around. So throughout this episode, really be thinking about the clutter that needs to leave in your life. And obviously, you guys already know I'm going to relate this back to us as journeyers and travelers, but what clutter needs to just leave, right? So for example, right now, my room is a mess. I'm highly aware that my room is a mess. I've got clothes everywhere. I've got notes everywhere. My laptop desktop from all of my homework assignments is a mess. My hair is a mess. Just everything is just messy. Um, And that, again, isn't like a part of the clutter that has to leave. And, you know, thankfully, I will say that I've done like a detoxing of people (laughs) in my life recently as far as like getting, you know, cluttery people out of my life. Um, But maybe you're not there yet. Maybe you've got some friends, some messy friends, some messy distant relatives or something like that. Just those types of things that are in your life right now that kind of need to leave. So what are you doing to remove that clutter from your life, right? So obviously it's the holiday season. Thanksgiving is in a couple of days, right? You unfortunately, like we talked about in the last episode, you might have to be around some people that you don't want to be around for a little bit. And I understand that that can be detrimental (laughs) to like everything that you're trying to do for yourself, right? Because 2018 was supposed to be the year of, oh yeah, I'm walking in 2018. Everything that's for me is going to be for me and I'm great. But for whatever reason, after the first maybe four to six months of the new year, the last half of the year just seems to be complete shit. You're just like, I don't know what's happening anymore. I'm failing one class, but passing one that I thought I was going to fail. And I want to have healthy skin, healthy hair, healthy relationship. And I want to have a lot of money in my account, but I can't do any of that because I'm too sleepy and I don't feel like getting out of bed. Just all those different thoughts and blah, right? So again, it's just clutter, right? Your mind can get cluttered. Your health can get cluttered. Like how many burgers have you had this month? right? Yeah. Granted, I love me some five guys. But what have you done that's healthy for your body? What have you done that's great for your mind, mentally, emotionally, even spiritually? How much time have you been spending with God and praying and really just involving yourself with yourself, right? So again, all that clutter has to go. And the reason why I'm doing this episode now is because When you see or when you're around or we're all about to eat some really, really bad food, um, shout out to the vegetarians and the vegans. You guys are much better people than I. Um, I couldn't do it. (laughs) I've seen some of the recipes and the Thanksgiving dinners for them. And I'm just like, damn, that looks absolutely delicious. But where is the everything else? (laughs) Um, So shout out to you guys. Y'all are some tough cookies. Um, But you got to be ready to get rid of all that. 
So after Thanksgiving's over, it's going to be the rush for Black Friday, the rush for Christmas presents, then the rush for New Year's, and then boom, you've got no plan. You're out of you're out of luck. So I really want you guys to focus on what's cluttering your life. Starting number one, right? So I guess we're going to throw some tips in here today. Um, number one, I would say the best tip for removing the clutter is figuring out what is cluttered like cluttery cluttering we're gonna make up a word today yeah okay what is cluttering your life um for example like i said with me my room is a mess i've got clothes that i don't even remember buying i don't even remember people giving them to me i'm just like oh i haven't seen you in about five years what are you doing here so Take that opportunity, find some time either, you know, during the little break that we get for Thanksgiving over the weekend when, you know, the hype has kind of died down a little bit, the leftovers are running kind of thin. Um, take some time to just get rid of some stuff, right? Maybe you are a notebook freak. If you are a stationary lover like myself, we keep notebooks for years. And even if we don't need them, for whatever reason, we still have them. And again, it could be borderline stationary love, you know, to a borderline, you just, you know, a hoarder and you just like keeping shit for no reason. But nevertheless, it's gotta go, right? So there's some wonderful memories and holding on to certain things. Maybe you're a picture person or maybe you are a foodie and you love keeping, like not necessarily keeping old food, but you just enjoy having snacks and stuff around you all the time or like you're, if you're a late night muncher or something like that. Maybe you are, you know, a box keeper, whatever your clutter is. If you haven't used it in the last two and a half weeks to three months, you probably don't need it. If it's a document that's important, put it in a file cabinet, find a file folder, go to Office Max, organize your life. Other than that, get rid of it. And I'll tell you why. Because a lot of times we confuse nostalgia and wanting to hold on to it for the memory of it for a healthy reason. But then in reality, it's actually we're holding on to something that we wish we had or wish we could go back to. Meaning like if you are someone who's, you know, kept certain awards or certain prizes from when you were younger, you're like, oh man, I was the best vocalist on my choir. I was the fastest track star, the best football player, the best whoever, right? You keep thing on, you're holding on to that because maybe you're not doing that anymore? Question mark. <laughs> Some introspection might need to happen there, right? So maybe something happened and life did a complete 360 on you and now you're not the best track star in the world. You're actually like, you know, you might've got an injury or yeah, you might've been the best vocalist, but now you're not singing anymore because you gotta pay your bills, right? So. There's a way that you can store different things. Obviously, there's storages. You know, moms are great. Asking your mama to hold on to them. Grandmas, if you know, God love, God willing, if they're still around, give them to a grandma. But you need a clear, open space to function and develop and build on the items that you can have right now. And what you have right now is yourself. So again, like I said, when I first first started this podcast, I really wanted it to be for the college kids, for the you know early I would say the smarter millennials because <laughs> yeah I know that we our generation gets shitted on a lot because oh we're so lazy and we eat Tide Pods and yada yada no that's the that's the bad side of us the good side of us is that we're hard working we're just stuck with a lot of crap that was not presented to previous generations before us so 
you have to make a clear path for yourself right now. And right now, you don't need to obviously hold on to the memory and the drive that you had as a child. But remember that now, you know, early 20s, mid 20s, yeah, you're just a big teenager. Really, you're, you went through the awkward of, okay, I'm getting acne, puberty sucks, I think my voice is cracking, I guess I'm getting taller, why does everything hurt all of a sudden, to now you're just a 20-year-old or, you know, anywhere between 24, 25, and you're still feeling the same way, only difference is now you got bills. Woohoo! <laughs> you know what I mean? So really, really think about those kinds of things. What can you, what is cluttering your life? whether you thought it was a good thing or not, and throw it away. The next tip that I would say, or I would recommend, is, again, going back to the people. (sighs) Guys, we hold on to a lot of people that we don't need, and it makes us feel so much better. Like, I know um, a couple of my really close friends, they have no problem chopping somebody off. Like, you know that song, Ain't Nothing to Cut That off yeah like for them it's like they walk around with scissors in their pocket like ready like nope mm -mm, you gotta go snip you're gone right I was not one of those people I would hold on to you even if you didn't want to hold on yourself I'd be like I don't care if you leaving you staying period and that's so unhealthy that's so so unhealthy you've got to get rid of those people and when they're gone let them stay gone I guess this is like you know, tip number two, sub A. When they're gone, let them stay gone. Do not invite them back into your life. If you and this ex have been on and off again for I don't know how many years, when they're finally off again, be off. Stay away. (laughs) When, I mean, it's just like if you were forcing yourself to put on the same pair of shoes that you can't wear anymore, but just because they were cute, you will find another cute pair of shoes I promise I'm not trying to compare humans to shoes but for the sake of the analogy you understand what I'm saying if, if if it doesn't fit anymore if your growth has outgrown somebody else keep going and if the time comes when you know maybe their growth matches yours again then sure maybe you guys can meet up again for some coffee I'm definitely not opposed I believe that everyone deserves a second chance But you have to let people go so they can have that second chance um, to come back into your life. And if they, again, if you're feeling or if you got this, you know, mindset of, you know what, I can kind of feel that you're not really doing what you were doing before or you still tripping, shit, bye Felicia, you gotta go, (laughs) you know what I mean? So get those cluttery people, get them out, you don't need them. Um, And again, when they're gone, let them stay gone. Third tip that I could recommend is just stick to it. And this one's for me. (laughs) That one is kind of random. But I have this tendency where I get on a really good routine. And I'll keep that routine for, ah, man, a good two weeks. (laughs) And then, all right, well, I'm back to crap again. You know, let me just live my life. And and then what's so ironic is that I'll look at myself and say, hmm, you know, this, something's not right. So I'm not what's not feeling good no more and then the back of my mind I'm like well duh KB you went right back to what you said you weren't gonna do anymore you're like ah got it so be harder on yourself and for some people again it happens super super quickly you realize that this is not a good situation and you're gone um however others like myself when you're around negativity for such a long time it is very it it, it can be it doesn't have to be but it can be difficult to find that positive uh, 
and to keep going with it and to stick with it because you have been set in such a routine and such a habit to surround yourself with such negativity. So it's important that again, you recognize it, remove it, let it stay gone and stick to it. Those are the most important things um, that I could really recommend as far as like removing the clutter and stuff out of your life. And to just be grateful for what you do have. So, you know, again, college student, being broke, going through this whole, gosh, I want yada, 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 yada. I want my Lexus. I want my nice house. I'm ready for a marriage. I want some kids. I I need, need, need. I want, want, want. No. Right now, the most important thing is just cleaning my room. Take to just sometimes we get so caught up in the future because obviously being in school, we're focusing on our degrees. And shout out to my seniors, guys. We got six more months. Unless you're graduating in December, you lucky, you know what. Um, for those of us who are still stuck in the game until May of 2019, we got a couple more months and then we're out of there. And it can be so detrimental to your growth if you keep wanting to be further than where you are right now that was supposed to sound a lot more epic than what I made it sound but when you're so caught up in the future you forget to be appreciative of your present and so when your future becomes your present you are completely lost you just don't know what anything is you don't know where you're going because you spent so much time speeding up the growth you didn't learn from it growth and learning go hand in hand they are they are buddies and while you are growing if you have not learned from it it's literally just another experience that's happening in your life so I would just say again appreciate where you are be grateful for the the growing pains because they will pay off if you have been completely diligent and you've been actively pursuing a healthy relationship with God with yourself with your family your friends as that continues to go forward you will you will start noticing the change within yourself you'll start feeling a little bit better you'll start developing and um just just being a better traveler <laughs> just, just of lack for lack of a better word um but uh but yeah so clutter gotta go out the door uh the other thing that I kind of want to touch on in this episode and it's extremely random but I've been talking about it for a long time and I think it's just time for me just to go ahead and boom attack it my hair <sighs> where do we start where do we go from here and again there is a lesson to everything that I'm about to say but I am not one, well, I'm doing the, my best not to share extremely personal things just because I don't want my story to influence you guys too much, uh, but I do want to share the highlights, like the, the, the good things. So with my natural hair, I went natural when I was in high school and up until then, I'd always had chemicals in my hair probably since I was about six or seven years old and from six to seven up until about 16 I had relaxers and again because obviously I want my podcast to be available for everyone for those of you who do not know African-American women um, have naturally curly hair some of us do that I do know that there are some cases where there are some women who are black who have you know naturally straighter hair or naturally wavier hair but um, for me my personal experience my hair has always been extremely kinky coily curly um, and I was super excited. I did the big chop, chopped all my hair off, 
on July 22nd, 2013. Yeah, 2013 going to 2014. And I had super, super short hair, like short like a boy. Um, and I loved it. I was happy. You couldn't tell me nothing. I had chubby cheeks and short hair and it was cute. And as time went on, my hair kept growing. And of course, you know, being in high school, I obviously had absolutely no job. So I was doing DIY treatments, DIY, the do-it-yourself treatments. I couldn't afford Shea Moisture, could barely afford Cantu. So I started buying fruits and vegetables and eggs and mayonnaise to put in my hair for my deep conditioners. And that went great. So years go by, time goes on. I start working at a hair store as I get older. Working at that hair store probably was the best worst thing that could have happened. Best thing for my life and growth as a professional because I learned a lot there, but horrible for my hair because I did some really shitty things to my head. I think I colored my hair over the course of working there maybe about three to five times. And on top of that, I was still getting blowouts. A blowout is again, straightening your hair, making it like, I I wanted to see how long my hair was. Cause when you have naturally curly hair, it shrinks and it shrivels like a raisin. (laughs) And you wanna see how long and beautiful your hair is. So I denied it for a long, long time, but it finally happened. My hair is not indestructible. I damaged my hair. So I've got color damage and I do believe maybe a little bit of heat damage. And I, and as you guys know, I did get my locks. I was excited about starting a lock journey, but I realized that that was not for me. And I'll tell you why. Sometimes things happen um, on purpose to keep you from doing something stupid. So the day that I went to get my locks, it seemed as if almost every possible thing that could have gone wrong went wrong. Was late, my car was messed up. I almost, you know, missed the appointment time again. It was just horrible. But little me, I'm determined I'm going to hit my goal. I'm going to get the yada. I'm going to have my locks. And I had them for three weeks. And then bitches had to go. (laughs) So, But of course, when you get locks, your hair goes through. I was doing the coil method the comb coils so she had to take a tiny little 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 comb and take my big big curly hair my little afro well my big afro and she had to spiral each little section of hair um I never even counted that's how undedicated I was to my lock journey guys I didn't even count how many locks I had in my head and from doing all that I was like I'm not happy I'm not happy with my hair. I wasn't happy with the hair color. That's why I kept changing it. I wasn't happy because once my hair was straight, I love my hair straight because that's what I grew up with for a long, long time. But of course, once your hair is straight, I loved washing my hair and curly natural hair and water that, you know, that doesn't go together because it's going to make your hair shrivel back up. So I finally accepted my hair is damaged. I messed it up. There's no one else's fault but my own. I could point fingers and say it was this person, that petition, this yada, yada, yada. Nope, it's my fault. So now I'm in a stage where I have to go through this. All right, do I cut my hair and completely start over and just, you know, work with what I got again? Or do I maintain what I have, gradually make changes and hope for the best for my hair? And the decision right now, (laughs) is that we're going to gradually make changes as it goes on. So there will be lots of recipes, lots of going back to the old ways of how I did things and just kind of, you know, 
figuring figuring that out as it goes but i i want to be honest and, and share the hair journey part with you guys because we neglect hair a lot because for some people it doesn't matter there there's there would be a, an, another person would be like oh my hair's damaged bet shaving it all off and be fine with that there are some people who are just like no my hair that's why i never put heat to it i never put color to it because i'm never gonna let my hair get damaged because my hair is everything and i'm kind of somewhere in the middle i don't think hair is the end all be all but i do believe that it is a part of you and you should take care of it you know it's it's the top of your it's the top of your head it's one of the first things that people recognize about you um aside from other things you should just keep it up so I say all that to say the reason why I'm choosing to gradually make changes to my hair and not completely chop it all off like I would, believe me, um, is because I, I want to go back. When I first went natural, my mentality was I'm not listening to anyone and anything ever again. I chopped all the relaxer out of my hair because I was like, I'm at the point now where, of course, you know, huh, I'm 16, I'm grown. <laughs> boy was I wrong but at that moment I was like you know what I want to take charge and I want to start doing more with my hair and I can vividly remember being in my room with all of my um with my natural hair crew shout out to you girls love and miss you guys so much but we all were sitting in one person's dorm we all had natural hair everybody had different textures different porosities different products and we I just remember all of us just sitting there like just combing our hair and detangling the hair and talking about how soft it was and comparing prices and oh my gosh looking at this hair tutorial and that tutorial on YouTube just trying to figure the damn thing out and the reason why I want to do it gradually is because I want to reteach myself the patience that I had in the beginning. I think I've always had problems with patience, but I think it kind of got worse as I got older because I, I got I got more responsibilities and I got more instant gratification, right? So obviously didn't have a car before, so I had to wait for things, but now I have a car, I can go wherever I want to. You know, we, we, we sometimes get so involved with what we can do that we forgot that we couldn't do it before and start taking it for granted. Um, so tying it back in with the clutter, there are some things that I let go that I probably should have kept. And one of the things that I should have kept was how determined I was to have really nice hair. And I just kind of got over it. My hair started growing longer and I was like, yeah, you know, my hair's going to take care of itself. I'm be great. I would go I would always wash my hair. I would damn sure not comb that thing. Oh my gosh, I was not putting no comb, no brush, no nothing to my hair unless I absolutely positively had to. I wasn't twisting my hair up at night. I wasn't wrapping it up with a silk scarf or sleeping on my satin pillow. There were just a lot of things I just gave up on because I was like, yeah, my, my hair is still here. And that's the problem. I kept thinking my hair will still grow. I could treat it like crap and my hair will still grow. Nothing bad can happen to my hair. I got my hair blown out one time, got no heat damage. I'm like, bet my hair is indestructible. And guys, that's how I was treating my life. I was treating my life like I was treating my hair. I was just throwing everything that I could to me, stressing myself out, being in toxic relationships, going and doing all types of different things to please other people and not actually putting any effort back into myself. And I didn't realize it, but I was doing the exact same thing to my hair. So now I'm at a point where my where my hair was broken 
and thankfully I'm at a better you know a better stage in my life but my hair has not caught up yet so my hair is like a reminder of this is what you better not ever do to yourself ever again ever um and yeah so I'm not excited about the damage definitely not happy about the shedding but I'm happy for the opportunity to get back on track to have a constant reminder of this is what happens when you treat yourself like shit and also to even flip it this is what happens this is what will happen if you do this to other people you cannot unload your crap on others all the time at some point in time you're gonna have to pick up your own self and just start moving slowly but surely no one's asking you to get it right the first time so as you're traveling through your through your life you're not gonna automatically be on the right path you might take a detour you might have to go over a bridge you might have to go under a bridge you might go on a dirt road whatever happens guys you have to remember that it's all gonna lead you to the right thing you just have to stay on the right path and whatever that path is i know for sure it does not involve putting yourself through the ringer and you know going absolutely crazy that's not good so yeah obviously you know it's just quote quote unquote it's just hair but it's attached to you it's a part of you and the way you treat yourself is exactly how you'll treat the rest of you and how you'll treat other people in your life you need to remind yourself constantly that it is never okay to put the needs for you second so while my hair is damaged and she is just you know my little fro baby she's she's going through it I made it and I know my hair can too so I would just I would just stress to you all more than anything that if you are going through a difficult time right now whether it's physically, mentally, emotionally, spiritually, whatever Ali you can possibly think of, whatever you're going through, just stay motivated. Get your ass up. That's the tough love, but in all actuality, that's the only love there really is. You have got to stay on it. Understand what is holding you back, what is hindering you, and just continue to move forward. I'm not saying, y'all, that my room is going to stay clean forever. Eventually, yes, it will get junky again. But I will remember, hey, clean it up. Clean it up. Clean it up and comb it out. That's ha ha ha. Boom. There you go. Clean it up and comb it out. Just keep moving keep grooving and it will continuously start to push you and move you forward and allow you to say hey this is what I was doing and now I know that's not what to do and this is what is to do so gosh I I love doing this for you guys I love doing these podcasts because as I'm talking I'm remembering and I'm you know reminding myself hey you gotta do this too you can't you can't be a traveler helping other travelers and you forget that you're on your own journey as well so i'll definitely keep you guys updated i might even share a little bit of it on my social media about just what's going on with the hair how it's growing i'll definitely show you guys pictures of the shedding so you understand what i'm talking about when i say that this sucker is bad um but i'm also excited for the growth i'm excited for the chance to really see my hair develop and to flourish because it's honestly never been longer than about uh, thank God it's finally past 
shoulder length and it's a little bit past the collarbone so I'm really excited about that but I want my hair to grow like I want myself to grow so we're gonna do this together Um, and sometimes uh, pairing not comparing but pairing off your journey with something else uh, watching that grow you will honestly see that the other thing kind of grows as well like a balance so I really hope that you guys enjoyed this video. Obviously, sorry, this is not a video. <laughs> I'm thinking about the future, guys. Excuse me. Uh, being in the moment right now, I hope you guys enjoyed this podcast. Um, and of course, as always, share it with a friend. Listen to it. If you're listening on uh, Anchor, give a you know some applause here or there. I love hearing the applause. Leave me some voice messages. And of course, if you're listening on Spotify, thank you so much. And please make sure you add this to a playlist and share it with a friend or two so you can see it popping up on their profiles and like, oh, this is, looks like a really cool podcast. Who is this KB chick? Let me check her out real quick. Um, and just, you know, kind of going from there. And obviously, I will not be uh, doing another episode because hello, guys, I'm going to be stuffing my face with some really delicious food for Thanksgiving. And I want you to be doing the same thing. So I'll be back after thanksgiving with some more episodes and some more uh growth tips and all that kind of good stuff for you guys and as always fuel up pack light and journey to you and i will talk to you guys on the next episode bye What's up, travelers? It's your girl KB back with another Journey to You podcast episode. And guys, I've missed you. We all know what this week is. We know what this week means. Ladies and gentlemen, it's Thanksgiving, baby. It's that time for the for the love, for the food, for the prayers and the games and the family fun, all of that. I cannot explain or even express to you guys how excited and ready for this I am and I even plan on attacking a banana pudding this year you guys pray for me um I've done it before but I just it tasted really good I just did not enjoy the consistency of the product if you know what I'm saying um but we're gonna try that this year i'm really interested to know what are your thanksgiving traditions what are you guys what is like what is your family gonna be doing this year are you gonna be going to someone's house that you haven't been to in a long time are you about to i don't know help actually cook this year for the longest time in my family i was not able to cook i had to watch because oh you're a little kid you're gonna mess everything up or you can't do this you can't do that yada 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 i finally graduated to the kitchen about three or four years ago and i'm so happy about that um but are you gonna be finally cooking this year if so what are you gonna cook and um also, are you doing a Friendsgiving this year? Friendsgivings, if you're not familiar with it, this is an opportunity for a lot of, honestly, I think college students really started it for some of us who are either unable to travel back home with our families or if it would just be too inconvenient or too costly to go from being in school, going away for like a couple of days and then coming back home, that can be, you know, a little a little expansive. So a lot of times what they'll do is if you're close to a friend that either lives in the same area or if you guys are 
stuck on campus or something like that, you're able to just go over to that that person's house and have a and have a Thanksgiving there with your friends. Or you know, if you're a senior but you're still again not traveling, you have an opportunity to just have Thanksgiving in your apartment. Just really really simple easy things like that. So I'd be really really interested to know those kinds of things and what you guys plan on doing. But um. We're going to go ahead and jump right in, and I'm going to say that first and foremost, while we're getting ready for the holiday season, we cannot forget that the new year is right around the corner. I'm going to keep reminding you guys about that just because of the fact that, again, it comes up so quick. Out of nowhere, the next thing you know, we're going to wake up and it's going to be 2019. And what I would hate is I would hate for you guys to go into it not ready and prepared for your journey. So let me go ahead and say, tis this. Um, what clutter do you have in your life that needs to bounce? Think about that for like two seconds. One, two. Okay. (laughs) Um, but seriously, guys, I know a lot of times when people are podcasting, they're listening while they're in the shower, they're listening while they're driving, listening, maybe while they're working out, or maybe just going through the day and just kind of passing the time around. So Throughout this episode, really be thinking about the clutter that needs to leave in your life. And obviously, you guys already know I'm going to relate this back to us as journeyers and travelers. But what clutter needs to just leave, right? So, for example, right now, my room is a mess. I'm highly aware that my room is a mess. I've got clothes everywhere. I've got notes everywhere. My laptop desktop from all of my homework assignments is a mess. My hair is a mess. Just everything is just messy. Um... And that, again, isn't like a part of the clutter that has to leave. And, you know, thankfully, I will say that I've done like a detoxing of people (laughs) in my life recently as far as like getting, you know, cluttery people out of my life. Um, But maybe you're not there yet. Maybe you've got some friends, some messy friends, some messy distant relatives or something like that. Just those types of things that are in your life right now that kind of need to leave. So what are you doing to remove that clutter from your life, right? So obviously it's the holiday season. Thanksgiving is in a couple of days, right? You unfortunately, like we talked about in the last episode, you might have to be around some people that you don't want to be around for a little bit. And I understand that that can be detrimental (laughs) to like everything that you're trying to do for yourself, right? Because 2018 was supposed to be the year of, oh yeah, I'm walking in 2018. Everything that's for me is going to be for me and I'm great. But for whatever reason, after the first maybe four to six months of the new year, the last half of the year just seems to be complete shit. You're just like, I don't know what's happening anymore. I'm failing one class, but passing one that I thought I was going to fail. And I want to have healthy skin, healthy hair, healthy relationship. And I want to have a lot of money in my account, but I can't do any of that because I'm too sleepy and I don't feel like getting out of bed. Just all those different thoughts and blah, right? So again, it's just clutter, right? Your mind can get cluttered. Your health can get cluttered. Like how many burgers have you had this month? right? Yeah. Granted, I love me some five guys. But what have you done that's healthy for your body? What have you done that's great for your mind, mentally, emotionally, even spiritually? How much time have you been spending with God and praying and really just involving yourself with yourself, right? So again, all that clutter has to go. And the reason why I'm doing this episode now is because when you see or when you're around or we're all about to eat some really, really bad food, 
Um, shout out to the vegetarians and the vegans. You guys are much better people than I. Um, I couldn't do it. <laughs> I've seen some of the recipes and the Thanksgiving dinners for them. And I'm just like, damn, that looks absolutely delicious. But where is the everything else? <laughs> um, so shout out to you guys. Y'all are some tough cookies. Um, but you got to be ready to get rid of all that. So after Thanksgiving's over, it's going to be the rush for Black Friday, the rush for Christmas presents, then the rush for New Year's, and then boom, you've got no plan. You're out of you're out of luck. So I really want you guys to focus on what's cluttering your life. Starting number 1, right? So I guess we're going to throw some tips in here today. Um number 1, I would say the best tip for removing the clutter is figuring out what is cluttered like cluttery cluttering we're gonna make up a word today yeah okay what is cluttering your life um for example like I said with me my room is a mess I've got clothes that I don't even remember buying I don't even remember people giving them to me I'm just like oh I haven't seen you in about five years what are you doing here so Take that opportunity, find some time either, you know, during the little break that we get for Thanksgiving over the weekend when, you know, the hype has kind of died down a little bit, the leftovers are running kind of thin. Take some time to just get rid of some stuff, right? Maybe you are a notebook freak. If you are a stationary lover like myself, we keep notebooks for years. And even if we don't need them, for whatever reason, we still have them. And again, it could be borderline stationary love, you know, to a borderline, you just, you know, a hoarder and you just like keeping shit for no reason. But nevertheless, it's got to go, right? So there's some wonderful memories and holding on to certain things. Maybe you're a picture person or maybe you are a foodie and you love keeping like, not necessarily keeping old food, but you just enjoy having snacks and stuff around you all the time or like you're if you're a late night muncher or something like that maybe you are you know a box keeper whatever your clutter is if you haven't used it in the last two and a half weeks to three months you probably don't need it if it's a document that's important put it in a file cabinet find a file folder go to office max organize your life other than that get rid of it and i'll tell you why Because a lot of times we confuse nostalgia and wanting to hold on to it for the memory of it for a healthy reason. But then in reality, it's actually we're holding on to something that we wish we had or wish we could go back to. Meaning like if you are someone who's, you know, kept certain awards or certain prizes from when you were younger, you're like, oh man, I was the best vocalist on my choir. I was the fastest track star, the best football player, the best whoever, right? You keep thing on, you're holding on to that because maybe you're not doing that anymore? Question mark. <laughs> Some introspection might need to happen there, right? So maybe something happened in life did a complete 360 on you and now you're not the best track star in the world. You're actually like, you know, you might have got an injury or yeah, you might have been the best vocalist, but now you're not singing anymore because you got to pay your bills. That's right. So There's a way that you can store different things. Obviously, there's storages. You know, moms are great. Ask your mama to hold on to them. Grandmas, if, you know, God God willing, if they're still around, give them to a grandma. But you need a clear, open space to function and develop and build on the items that you can have right now. And what you have right now is yourself. So again, like I said, when I first, first started this podcast, I really wanted it to be for the college kids, for the, you know, 
early i would say the smarter millennials because <laughs> yeah i know that we our generation gets shitted on a lot because oh we're so lazy and we eat tide pods and yada yada no that's the that's the bad side of us the good side of us is that we're hard working we're just stuck with a lot of crap that was not presented to previous generations before us so you have to make a clear path for yourself right now and right now you don't need to obviously hold on to the memory and the drive that you had as a child but remember that now you know early 20s mid 20s yeah you're just a big teenager really you're you went through the awkward of okay i'm getting acne puberty sucks i think my voice is cracking I guess I'm getting taller. Why does everything hurt all of a sudden? To now you're just a 20 year old or, you know, anywhere between 24, 25, and you're still feeling the same way. Only difference is now you got bills. Woohoo! <laughs> you know what I mean? So really, really think about those kinds of things. What can you, what is cluttering your life, whether you thought it was a good thing or not, and throw it away. The next tip that I would say, or I would recommend is again going back to the people <sighs> guys we hold on to a lot of people that we don't need and it makes us feel so much better like i know um a couple of my really close friends they have no problem chopping somebody off like you know that song ain't nothing to cut that bitch off yeah like for them it's like they walk around with scissors in their pocket like ready like nope mm -mm, you gotta go snip you're gone right i was not one of those people i would hold on to you even if you didn't want to hold on yourself I'd be like, I don't care if you're leaving, you staying, period. And that's so unhealthy. That's so, so unhealthy. You've got to get rid of those people. And when they're gone, let them stay gone. I guess this is like, you know, tip number two, sub A. When they're gone, let them stay gone. Do not invite them back into your life. If you and this ex have been on and off again for I don't know how many years, when they're finally off again, be off. Stay away. <laughs> when, I mean... It's just like if you were forcing yourself to put on the same pair of shoes that you can't wear anymore, but just because they were cute, you will find another cute pair of shoes, I promise. I'm not trying to compare humans to shoes, but for the sake of the analogy, you understand what I'm saying. If, if, if it doesn't fit anymore, if your growth has outgrown somebody else, keep going and if the time comes when you know maybe their growth matches yours again then sure maybe you guys can meet up again for some coffee I'm definitely not opposed I believe that everyone deserves a second chance but you have to let people go so they can have that second chance um, to come back into your life and if they again if you're feeling or if you got this you know mindset of you know what I can kind of feel that you're not really doing what you were doing before or you still tripping mm, shit bye Felicia you gotta go <laughs> you know what I mean so get those cluttery people ugh, get them out you don't need them um and again when they're gone let them stay gone third tip that I could recommend is just stick to it and this one's for me <laughs> that one is kind of random but I have this tendency where I get on a really good routine and I'll keep that routine for ah man a good two weeks <laughs> And then, all right, well, I'm back to crap again. You know, let me just live my life. And I'd be, and then what's so ironic is that I'll look at myself and say, hmm, you know, this, something's not right. So I'm not, what's not feeling good no more. And then in the back of my mind, I'm like, well, duh, KB, you went right back to what you said you weren't going to do anymore. You're like, ah, 
got it. So be harder on yourself. And for some people, again, it happens super, super quickly. You realize that this is not a good situation and you're gone. Um, However, for others like myself, when you're around negativity for such a long time, it is very, it, it can be, it doesn't have to be, but it can be difficult to find that positive, uh, and to keep going with it and to stick with it because you have been set in such a routine and such a habit to surround yourself with such negativity. So it's important that again, you recognize it, remove it, let it stay gone and stick to it. Those are the most important things. Um, that I could really recommend as far as like removing the clutter and stuff out of your life. And to just be grateful for what you do have. So, you know, again, college student, being broke, going through this whole, gosh, I want yada, 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 yada. I want my Lexus. I want my nice house. I'm ready for a marriage. I want some kids. I I need, need, need. I want, want, want. No. Right now, the most important thing is just cleaning my room. Take to just sometimes we get so caught up in the future because obviously being in school, we're focusing on our degrees. And shout out to my seniors, guys. We got six more months, unless you're graduating in December, you lucky, you know what. Um, for those of us who are still stuck in the game until May of 2019, we got a couple more months and then we're out of there. And it can be so detrimental to your growth if you keep wanting to be further than where you are right now that was supposed to sound a lot more epic than what I made it sound but when you're so caught up in the future you forget to be appreciative of your present and so when your future becomes your present you are completely lost you just don't know what anything is you don't know where you're going because you spent so much time speeding up the growth you didn't learn from it growth and learning go hand in hand they are they are buddies and while you are growing if you have not learned from it it's literally just another experience that's happening in your life so I would just say again Appreciate where you are. Be grateful for the the growing pains because they will pay off. If you have been completely diligent and you've been actively pursuing a healthy relationship with God, with yourself, with your family, your friends, as that continues to go forward, you will you will start noticing the change within yourself. You'll start feeling a little bit better. You'll start developing and um, just just being a better traveler <laughs> just, just of lack for lack of a better word um but uh but yeah so clutter gotta go out the door uh the other thing that I kind of want to touch on in this episode and it's extremely random but I've been talking about it for a long time and I think it's just time for me just to go ahead and boom attack it my hair <sighs> where do we start where do we go from here and again there is a lesson to everything that I'm about to say but I am not one, well, I'm doing my best not to share extremely personal things just because I don't want my story to influence you guys too much, Uh, but I do want to share the highlights, like the, the, the good things. So with my natural hair, I went natural when I was in high school and up until then, I'd always had chemicals in my hair probably since I was about six or seven years old and from six to seven up until about 16 I had relaxers 
And again, because obviously I want my podcast to be available for everyone. For those of you who do not know, African-American women um, have naturally curly hair. Some of us do. That I do know that there are some cases where there are some women who are black who have, you know, naturally straighter hair or naturally wavier hair. But um, for me, my personal experience, my hair has always been extremely kinky, coily, curly. Um, and I was super excited. I did the big chop, chopped all my hair off on July 22nd, 2013. Yeah, 2013 going into 2014. And I had super, super short hair, like short like a boy. Um, and I loved it. I was happy. You couldn't tell me nothing. I had chubby cheeks and short hair and it was cute. And as time went on, my hair kept growing. And of course, you know, being in high school, I obviously had absolutely no job. So I was doing DIY treatments, DIY, the do-it-yourself treatments. I couldn't afford Shea Moisture, could barely afford Cantu. So I started buying fruits and vegetables and eggs and mayonnaise to put in my hair for my deep conditioners. And that went great. So years go by, time goes on. I start working at a hair store as I get older. Working at that hair store probably was the best, worst thing that could have happened. Best thing for my life and growth as a professional because I learned a lot there, but horrible for my hair because I did some really shitty things to my head. I think I colored my hair over the course of working there maybe about three to five times. And on top of that, I was still getting blowouts. A blowout is again, straightening your hair, making it like, I I want to see how long my hair was. Cause when you have naturally curly hair, it shrinks and it shrivels like a raisin. <laughs> and you want to see how long and beautiful your hair is. So I denied it for a long, long time, but it finally happened. My hair is not indestructible. I damaged my hair. So I've got color damage and I do believe maybe a little bit of heat damage. And I, and as you guys know, I did get my locks. I was excited about starting a lock journey, but I realized that that was not for me. And I'll tell you why. Sometimes things happen um, on purpose to keep you from doing something stupid. So the day that I went to get my locks, it seemed as if almost every possible thing that could have gone wrong went wrong. It was late. My car was messed up. I almost, you know, missed the appointment time again. It was just horrible. But little me, I'm determined I'm going to hit my goal. I'm going to get the yada. I'm going to have my locks. And I had them for three weeks. And then bitches had to go. (laughs) So, But of course, when you get locks, your hair goes through. I was doing the coil method, the comb coils. So she had to take a tiny little, little, little comb and take my big, big curly hair, my little afro. Well, my big afro. And she had to spiral each little section of hair. Um, I never even counted That's how undedicated I was to my lock journey, guys. I didn't even count how many locks I had in my head. And from doing all that, I was like, I'm not happy. I'm not happy with my hair. I wasn't happy with the hair color. That's why I kept changing it. I wasn't happy because once my hair was straight, I love my hair straight because that's what I grew up with for a long, long time. But of course, once your hair is straight, I loved washing my hair and curly natural hair and water that you know that doesn't go together because it's gonna make your hair shrivel back up so i finally accepted my hair is damaged (laughs) i messed it up there's no one else's fault but my own i could point fingers and say it was this person that beautician this yada 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 nope it's my fault so now i'm in a stage where i have to go through this all right do i cut my hair 
and completely start over and just, you know, work with what I got again? Or do I maintain what I have, gradually make changes and hope for the best for my hair? And the decision right now (laughs) is that we're going to gradually make changes as it goes on. So there will be lots of recipes, lots of going back to the old ways of how I did things and just kind of, you know, figuring figuring that out as it goes. But I, I want to be honest and, and share the hair journey part with you guys because we neglect hair a lot because for some people, it doesn't matter. There, there's, there would be a, an, another person would be like, oh, my hair's damaged, bet, shaving it all off and be fine with that. There are some people who are just like, no, my hair, that's why I never put heat to it. I never put color to it because I'm never going to let my hair get damaged because my hair is everything. And I'm kind of somewhere in the middle. I don't think hair is the end all be all, but I do believe that it is a part of you and you should take care of it. You know, it's it's the top of your, it's the top of your head. It's the, one of the first things that people recognize about you. Um, aside from other things, you should just keep it up. So I say all that to say the reason why I'm choosing to gradually make changes to my hair and not completely chop it all off like I would, believe me, um, is because I want to go back. When I first went natural, my mentality was I'm not listening to anyone and anything ever again. I chopped all the relaxer out of my hair because I was like, I'm at the point now where, of course, you know, I'm 16, I'm grown, boy was I wrong but at that moment I was like you know what I want to take charge and I want to start doing more with my hair and I can vividly remember being in my room with all of my um with my natural hair crew shout out to you girls love and miss you guys so much but we all were sitting in one person's dorm we all had natural hair everybody had different textures different porosities different products and we I just remember all of us just sitting there like just combing our hair and detangling the hair and talking about how soft it was and comparing prices and oh my gosh looking at this hair tutorial and that tutorial on YouTube just trying to figure the damn thing out and the reason why I want to do it gradually is because I want to reteach myself the patience that I had in the beginning. I think I've always had problems with patience, but I think it kind of got worse as I got older because I, I got I got more responsibilities and I got more instant gratification, right? So obviously didn't have a car before, so I had to wait for things, but now I have a car, I can go wherever I want to. You know, we, we, we sometimes get so involved with what we can do that we forgot that we couldn't do it before and start taking it for granted. Um, So tying it back in with the clutter. There are some things that I let go that I probably should have kept. And one of the things that I should have kept was how determined I was to have really nice hair. And I just kind of got over it. My hair started growing longer and I was like, yeah, you know, my hair's gonna take care of itself. I'm gonna be great. I would go I would always wash my hair. I would damn sure not comb that thing. Oh my gosh, I was not putting no comb, no brush, no nothing to my hair unless I absolutely positively had to. I wasn't twisting my hair up at night. I wasn't wrapping it up with a silk scarf or sleeping on my satin pillow. There were just a lot of things I just gave up on because I was like, yeah, my, my hair is still here. And that's the problem. I kept thinking my hair will still grow. I could treat it like crap and my hair will still grow. Nothing bad can happen to my hair. I got my hair blown out one time, got no heat damage. I'm like, bet my hair is indestructible. And guys, 
that's how I was treating my life. I was treating my life like I was treating my hair. I was just throwing everything that I could to me, stressing myself out, being in toxic relationships, going and doing all types of different things to please other people and not actually putting any effort back into myself. And I didn't realize it, but I was doing the exact same thing to my hair. So now I'm at a point where my where my hair was broken. <laughs> And thankfully, I'm at a better, you know, a better stage in my life, but my hair has not caught up yet. So my hair is like a reminder of this is what you better not ever do to yourself ever again, ever. Um, and yeah, so I'm not excited about the damage. Definitely not happy about the shedding, but I'm happy for the opportunity to get back on track to have a constant reminder of this is what happens when you treat yourself like shit and also to even flip it this is what happens this is what will happen if you do this to other people you cannot unload your crap on others all the time at some point in time you're gonna have to pick up your own self and just start moving slowly but surely no one's asking you to get it right the first time so as you're traveling through your through your life you're not going to automatically be on the right path you might take a detour you might have to go over a bridge you might have to go under a bridge you might go on a dirt road whatever happens guys you have to remember that it's all going to lead you to the right thing you just have to stay on the right path and whatever that path is i know for sure it does not involve putting yourself through the ringer and you know going absolutely crazy that's not good so yeah obviously you know it's just quote quote unquote it's just hair but it's attached to you it's a part of you and the way you treat yourself is exactly how you'll treat the rest of you and how you'll treat other people in your life you need to remind yourself constantly that it is never okay to put the needs for you second So while my hair is damaged and she is just, you know, my little fro baby, she's, she's going through it. I made it and I know my hair can too. So I would just, I would just stress to you all more than anything that if you are going through a difficult time right now, whether it's physically, mentally, emotionally, spiritually, whatever Ali you can possibly think of, whatever you're going through, just stay motivated. Get your ass up. That's the tough love, but in all actuality, that's the only love there really is. You have got to stay on it. Understand what is holding you back, what is hindering you, and just continue to move forward. I'm not saying, y'all, that my room is going to stay clean forever. Eventually, yes, it will get junky again. But I will remember, hey, clean it up. Clean it up. Clean it up and comb it out. That's ha ha ha. Boom. There you go. Clean it up and comb it out. Just keep moving, keep grooving, and it will continuously start to push you and move you forward and allow you to say, hey, this is what I was doing. And now I know that's not what to do. And this is what is to do. So gosh, I I love doing this for you guys. I love doing these podcasts because as I'm talking, I'm remembering and I'm, you know, reminding myself, hey, you got to do this too. You can't, you can't be a traveler 
helping other travelers and you forget that you're on your own journey as well. So I'll definitely keep you guys updated. I might even share a little bit of it on my social media about just what's going on with the hair, how it's growing. I'll definitely show you guys pictures of the shedding so you understand what I'm talking about when I say that this sucker is bad. Um, but I'm also excited for the growth. I'm excited for the chance to really see my hair develop and to flourish because it's honestly never been longer than about uh, thank God it's finally past shoulder length and it's a little bit past the collarbone. So I'm really excited about that, but I want my hair to grow. Like I want myself to grow. So we'll, we're going to do this together. Um, and sometimes uh, pairing, not comparing, but pairing off your journey with something else, uh, watching that grow, you will honestly see that the other thing kind of grows as well, like a balance. So I really hope that you guys enjoyed this video. Obviously, sorry, this is not a video. <laughs> I'm thinking about the future, guys. Excuse me. Uh, being in the moment right now, I hope you guys enjoyed this podcast. Um, and of course, as always, share it with a friend. Listen to it. If you're listening on uh, Anchor, give a you know some applause here or there. I love hearing the applause. Leave me some voice messages. And of course, if you're listening on Spotify, thank you so much. And please make sure you add this to a playlist and share it with a friend or two so they can see it popping up on their profiles. And like, oh, this is, looks like a really cool podcast. Who is this KB chick? Let me check her out real quick. Um, and just, you know, kind of going from there. And obviously I will not be uh, doing another episode because hello guys, I'm gonna be stuffing my face with some really delicious food for Thanksgiving. And I want you to be doing the same thing. So I'll be back after Thanksgiving with some more episodes and some more uh, growth tips and all that kind of good stuff for you guys. And as always, fuel up, pack light and journey to you. And I will talk to you guys on the next episode. Bye. What's up, travelers? It's your girl, KB, back with another Journey to You podcast episode. And guys, I've missed you. We all know what this week is. We know what this week means. Ladies and gentlemen, it's Thanksgiving, baby. It's that time for the, for the love, for the food, for the prayers and the games and the family fun, all of that. I cannot explain or even express to you guys how excited and ready for this I am. And I even plan on attacking a banana pudding this year. You guys pray for me. Um, I've done it before, but I just, it tasted really good. I just did not enjoy the consistency of the product, if you know what I'm saying. Um, but we're going to try that this year. I'm really interested to know what are your Thanksgiving traditions? What are you guys, what is like, what is your family going to be doing this year? Are you going to be going to someone's house that you haven't been to in a long time? Are you about to, I don't know, help actually cook this year? For the longest time in my family, I was not able to cook. I had to watch because, oh, you're a little kid. You're going to mess everything up or you can't do this. You can't do that. Yada, yada, yada. I finally graduated to the kitchen about three or four years ago, and I'm so happy about that. Um, but are you going to be finally cooking this year? If so, what are you going to cook? And uh, 
Also, are you doing a Friendsgiving this year? Friendsgivings, if you're not familiar with it, this is an opportunity for a lot of, honestly, I think college students really started it. For some of us who are either unable to travel back home with our families or if it would just be too inconvenient or too costly to go from being in school, going away for like a couple of days and then coming back home, that can be, you know, a little a little expansive. So a lot of times what they'll do is if you're close to a friend that either lives in the same area or if you guys are stuck on campus or something like that you're able to just go over to that that person's house and have a and have a thanksgiving there with your friends or you know if you're a senior but you're still again not traveling you have an opportunity to just have thanksgiving in your apartment just really really simple easy things like that so i'd be really really interested to know those kinds of things and what you guys plan on doing but um we're gonna go ahead and jump right in and i'm gonna say that first and foremost while we're getting ready for the holiday season, we cannot forget that the new year is right around the corner. I'm going to keep reminding you guys about that just because of the fact that, again, it comes up so quick. Out of nowhere, the next thing you know, we're going to wake up and it's going to be 2019. And what I would hate is I would hate for you guys to go into it not ready and prepared for your journey. So let me go ahead and say tis this. Um, what clutter do you have in your life that needs to bounce? Think about that for like two seconds. One, two. Okay. <laughs> um, but seriously, guys, I know a lot of times when people are podcasting, they're listening while they're in the shower, they're listening while they're driving, listening maybe while they're working out, or maybe just going through the day and just kind of passing the time around. So throughout this episode, really be thinking about the clutter that needs to leave in your life. And obviously, you guys already know I'm going to relate this back to us as journeyers and travelers, but what clutter needs to just leave right so for example right now my room is a mess I'm highly aware that my room is a mess I've got clothes everywhere I've got notes everywhere my laptop desktop from all of my homework assignments is a mess my hair is a mess just everything is just messy um and that again isn't like a part of the clutter that has to leave and you know thankfully I will say that I've done like a detoxing of people <laughs> in my life recently as far as like getting you know cluttery people out of my life um, but maybe you're not there yet maybe you've got some friends some messy friends some messy distant relatives or something like that just those types of things that are in your life right now that kind of need to leave so what are you doing to remove that clutter from your life right so obviously it's the holiday season thanksgiving is in a couple of days right you unfortunately like we talked about in the last episode you're you might have to be around some people that you don't want to be around for a little bit and I understand that that can be detrimental <laughs> to like everything that you're trying to do for yourself, right? Because 2018 was supposed to be the year of, oh yeah, I'm walking in 2018. Everything that's for me is going to be for me and I'm great. But for whatever reason, after the first maybe four to six months of the new year, the last half of the year just seems to be complete shit. You're just like, I don't know what's happening anymore. I'm failing one class, but passing one that I thought I was going to fail. And I want to have healthy skin, healthy hair, healthy relationship. And I want to have a lot of money in my account, but I can't do any of that because I'm too sleepy and I don't feel like getting out of bed. Just all those different thoughts and blah, right? So again, it's just clutter, right? Your mind can get cluttered. Your health can get cluttered. Like how many burgers have you had this month? right? Yeah. Granted, I love me some five guys. But what 
have you done that's healthy for your body? What have you done that's great for your mind, mentally, emotionally, even spiritually? How much time have you been spending with God and praying and really just involving yourself with yourself, right? So again, all that clutter has to go. And the reason why I'm doing this episode now is because when you see or when you're around or we're all about to eat some really, really bad food, um, shout out to the vegetarians and the vegans. You guys are much better people than I. Um, I couldn't do it. (laughs) I've seen some of the recipes and the Thanksgiving dinners for them. And I'm just like, damn, that looks absolutely delicious. But where's the everything else? (laughs) Um, So shout out to you guys. Y'all are some tough cookies. Um, But you got to be ready to get rid of all that. So after Thanksgiving's over, it's going to be the rush for Black Friday, the rush for Christmas presents, then the rush for New Year's, and then boom, you've got no plan. You're out of you're out of luck. So I really want you guys to focus on what's cluttering your life. Starting number 1, right? So I guess we're going to throw some tips in here today. Um number 1, I would say the best tip for removing the clutter is figuring out what is cluttered like cluttery cluttering we're gonna make up a word today yeah okay what is cluttering your life um for example like I said with me my room is a mess I've got clothes that I don't even remember buying I don't even remember people giving them to me I'm just like oh I haven't seen you in about five years what are you doing here so Take that opportunity, find some time either, you know, during the little break that we get for Thanksgiving over the weekend when, you know, the hype has kind of died down a little bit, the leftovers are running kind of thin. Take some time to just get rid of some stuff, right? Maybe you are a notebook freak. If you are a stationary lover like myself, we keep notebooks for years. And even if we don't need them, for whatever reason, we still have them. And again, it could be borderline stationary love, you know, to a borderline, you just, you know, a hoarder and you just like keeping shit for no reason. But nevertheless, it's got to go, right? So there's some wonderful memories and holding on to certain things. Maybe you're a picture person or maybe you are a foodie and you love keeping like, not necessarily keeping old food, but You just enjoy having snacks and stuff around you all the time or like if you're a late night muncher or something like that. Maybe you are, you know, a box keeper, whatever your clutter is. If you haven't used it in the last two and a half weeks to three months, you probably don't need it. If it's a document that's important, put it in a file cabinet, find a file folder, go to Office Max, organize your life. Other than that, get rid of it. And I'll tell you why. Because a lot of times we confuse nostalgia and wanting to hold on to it for the memory of it for a healthy reason. But then in reality, it's actually we're holding on to something that we wish we had or wish we could go back to. Meaning like if you are someone who's, you know, kept certain awards or certain prizes from when you were younger, you're like, oh man, I was the best vocalist on my choir. I was the fastest track star, the best football player, the best whoever, right? You keep thing on, you're holding on to that because maybe you're not doing that anymore? Question mark. <laughs> Some introspection might need to happen there, right? So maybe something happened, life did a complete 360 on you, and now you're not the best track star in the world. You're actually like, you know, you might have got an injury. Or yeah, you might have been the best vocalist, but now you're not singing anymore because you got to pay your bills. That's right. So 
there's a way that you can store different things. Obviously, there's storages. You know, moms are great. Ask your mama to hold on to them. Grandmas, if you know, God love, God willing, if they're still around, give them to a grandma. But you need a clear, open space to function and develop and build on the items that you can have right now. And what you have right now is yourself. So again, like I said, when I first, first started this podcast, I really wanted it to be for the college kids, for the, you know, early, I would say the smarter millennials. <laughs> Cause yeah, I know that we, our generation gets shitted on a lot because, oh, we're so lazy and we eat Tide Pods and yada, yada. No, that's the, that's the bad side of us. The good side of us is that we're hardworking. We're just stuck with a lot of crap that was not presented to previous generations before us. So you have to make a clear path for yourself right now. And right now you don't need to obviously hold on to the memory and the drive that you had as a child. But remember that now, you know, early 20s, mid 20s. Yeah, you're just a big teenager. Really, you're you went through the awkward of, okay, I'm getting acne puberty sucks. I think my voice is cracking. I guess I'm getting taller. Why does everything hurt all of a sudden? To now you're just a 20 year old or, you know, anywhere between 24, 25, and you're still feeling the same way. Only difference is now you got bills. Woohoo! <laughs> you know what I mean? So really, really think about those kinds of things. What can you, what is cluttering your life, whether you thought it was a good thing or not, and throw it away. The next tip that I would say or I would recommend is, again, going back to the people. (sighs) Guys, we hold on to a lot of people that we don't need. And it makes us feel so much better. Like I know um, a couple of my really close friends, they have no problem chopping somebody off. Like, you know that song, ain't nothing to cut that off. Yeah, for them, it's like they walk around with scissors in their pocket, like ready, like, nope, mm -mm, you gotta go, snip, you're gone, right? I was not one of those people. I would hold on to you even if you didn't want to hold on yourself. I'd be like, I don't care if you're leaving. You staying, period. And that's so unhealthy. That's so, so unhealthy. You've got to get rid of those people. And when they're gone, let them stay gone. I guess this is like, you know, tip number two, sub A. When they're gone, let them stay gone. Do not invite them back into your life. If you and this ex have been on and off again for I don't know how many years, when they're finally off again, be off stay away (laughs) when I mean it's just like if you were forcing yourself to put on the same pair of shoes that you can't wear anymore but just because they were cute you will find another cute pair of shoes I promise I'm not trying to compare humans to shoes but for the sake of the analogy you understand what I'm saying If, if if it doesn't fit anymore if your growth has outgrown somebody else keep going and if the time comes when you know maybe their growth matches yours again then sure maybe you guys can meet up again for some coffee I'm definitely not opposed I believe that everyone deserves a second chance but you have to let people go so they can have that second chance um to come back into your life and if they again if you're feeling or if you got this you know mindset of you know what I can kind of feel that you're not really doing what you were doing before or you still tripping mm, shit bye Felicia you got to go. <laughs> you know what I mean? So get those cluttery people. Ugh, get them out. You don't need them. Um, and again, when they're gone, let them stay gone. Third tip that I could recommend is just stick to it. And this one's for me. <laughs> that one is kind of random. But I have this tendency 
where I get on a really good routine and I'll keep that routine for ah man a good two weeks <laughs> and then all right well I'm back to crap again you know let me just live my life and I'd be and then what's so ironic is that I'll look at myself and say hmm you know this something's not right so I'm not what's not feeling good no more and then in the back of my mind I'm like well duh KB you went right back to what you said you weren't gonna do anymore you're like ah got it so be harder on yourself and for some people again it happens super super quickly you realize that this is not a good situation and you're gone um however others like myself when you're around negativity for such a long time it is very it it can be it doesn't have to be but it can be difficult to find that positive uh and to keep going with it and to stick with it because you have been set in such a routine and such a habit to surround yourself with such negativity. So it's important that, again, you recognize it, remove it, let it stay gone and stick to it. Those are the most important things um, that I could really recommend as far as like removing the clutter and stuff out of your life. And to just be grateful for what you do have. So, you know, again, college student being broke going through this whole gosh I want yada 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 I want my Lexus I want my nice house I'm ready for a marriage I want some kids I I need 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 I want 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 no right now the most important thing is just cleaning my room take to just sometimes we get so caught up in the future because obviously being in school we're focusing on our degrees and shout out to my seniors guys we got six more months unless you're graduating in december you lucky you know what um for those of us who are still stuck in the game until may of 2019 we got a couple more months and then we're out of there and it can be so detrimental to your growth if you keep wanting to be further than where you are right now that was supposed to sound a lot more epic than what I made it sound but when you're so caught up in the future you forget to be appreciative of your present and so when your future becomes your present you are completely lost you just don't know what anything is you don't know where you're going because you spent so much time speeding up the growth you didn't learn from it growth and learning go hand in hand they are they are buddies and while you are growing if you have not learned from it it's literally just another experience that's happening in your life so I would just say again appreciate where you are be grateful for the the growing pains because they will pay off if you have been completely diligent and you've been actively pursuing a healthy relationship with god with yourself with your family your friends as that continues to go forward you will you will start noticing the change within yourself you'll start feeling a little bit better you'll start developing and um just just being a better traveler <laughs> just, just of lack for lack of a better word um but uh but yeah so clutter gotta go out the door uh the other thing that I kind of want to touch on in this episode and it's extremely random but I've been talking about it for a long time and I think it's just time for me just to go ahead and boom attack it my hair <sighs> where do we start where do we go from here and again there is a lesson to everything that I'm about to say but I am not one, well, I'm doing my best not to share extremely personal things just because I don't want my story to influence you guys too much, Uh, but I do want to share 
the highlights, like the, the, the good things. So with my natural hair, I went natural when I was in high school. And up until then, I'd always had chemicals in my hair probably since I was about eh, six or seven years old. And from six to seven up until about 16, I had relaxers. And again, because obviously I want my podcast to be available for everyone. For those of you who do not know, African-American women um, have naturally curly hair. Some of us do. That I do know that there are some cases where there are some women who are black who have, you know, naturally straighter hair or naturally wavier hair. But um, for me, my personal experience, my hair has always been extremely kinky, coily, curly. Um, and I was super excited. I did the big chop, chopped all my hair off. On July 22nd, 2013. Yeah, 2013 going into 2014. And I had super, super short hair, like short like a boy. Um, and I loved it. I was happy. You couldn't tell me nothing. I had chubby cheeks and short hair, and it was cute. And as time went on, my hair kept growing. And of course, you know, being in high school, I obviously had absolutely no job. So I was doing DIY treatments, DIY, the do-it-yourself treatments. I couldn't afford Shea Moisture, could barely afford Cantu. So I started buying fruits and vegetables and eggs and mayonnaise to put in my hair for my deep conditioners. And that went great. So years go by, time goes on. I start working at a hair store as I get older. Working at that hair store probably was the best worst thing that could have happened. Best thing for my life and growth as a professional because I learned a lot there, but horrible for my hair because I did some really shitty things to my head. I think I colored my hair over the course of working there maybe about three to five times. And on top of that, I was still getting blowouts. A blowout is, again, straightening your hair, making you like I, I wanted to see how long my hair was, because when you have naturally curly hair, it shrinks and it shrivels like a raisin. <laughs> and you want to see how long and beautiful your hair is. So I denied it for a long, long time, but it finally happened. My hair is not indestructible. I damaged my hair. So I've got color damage and I do believe maybe a little bit of heat damage and I, and as you guys know, I did get my locks. I was excited about starting a lock journey, but I realized that that was not for me. And I'll tell you why. Sometimes things happen um, on purpose to keep you from doing something stupid. So the day that I went to get my locks, it seemed as if almost every possible thing that could have gone wrong went wrong. Was late. My car was messed up. I almost, you know, missed the appointment time again. It was just horrible. But little me, I'm determined. I'm going to hit my goal. I'm going to get the yada. I'm going to have my locks. And I had them for three weeks. And then bitches had to go. <laughs> so, but of course, when you get locks, your hair goes through. I was doing the coil method, the comb coils. So she had to take a tiny little, little, little comb and take my big, big curly hair, my little afro, well, my big afro. And she had to spiral each little section of hair. Um, I never even counted that's how undedicated I was to my lock journey, guys. I didn't even count how many locks I had in my head. And from doing all that, I was like, I'm not happy. I'm not happy with my hair. I wasn't happy with the hair color. That's why I kept changing it. I wasn't happy because once my hair was straight, I love my hair straight because that's 
what I grew up with for a long, long time. But of course, once your hair is straight, I loved washing my hair and curly natural hair and water that, you know, that doesn't go together because it's going to make your hair shrivel back up. So I finally accepted my hair is damaged. (laughs) I messed it up. There's no one else's fault but my own. I could point fingers and say it was this person, that beautician, this yada, yada, yada. Nope, it's my fault. So now I'm in a stage where I have to go through this. All right, do I cut my hair and completely start over and just, you know, work with what I got again? Or do I maintain what I have, gradually make changes and hope for the best for my hair? And the decision right now (laughs) is that we're going to gradually make changes as it goes on. So there will be lots of recipes, lots of going back to the old ways of how I did things and just kind of, you know, figuring figuring that out as it goes. But I want to be honest and, and share the hair journey part with you guys because we neglect hair a lot because for some people it doesn't matter there there's there would be another person would be like oh my hair's damaged bet shaving it all off and be fine with that there are some people who are just like no my hair that's why I never put heat to it I never put color to it because I'm never gonna let my hair get damaged because my hair is everything and I'm kind of somewhere in the middle I don't think hair is the end-all be-all but I do believe that it is a part of you and you should take care of it you know it's it's the top of your it's the top of your head it's the, one of the first things that people recognize about you um, aside from other things you should just keep it up so I say all that to say the reason why I'm choosing to gradually make changes to my hair and not completely chop it all off like I would, believe me, um, is because I want to go back. When I first went natural, my mentality was I'm not listening to anyone and anything ever again. I chopped all the relaxer out of my hair because I was like, I'm at the point now where, of course, you know, I'm 16, I'm grown. Boy, was I wrong. But at that moment, I was like, you know what? I want to take charge and I want to start doing more with my hair. And I can vividly remember being in my room with all of my um, with my natural hair crew. Shout out to you girls. Love and miss you guys so much. But we all were sitting in one person's dorm. We all had natural hair. Everybody had different textures, different porosities, different products. And we I just remember all of us just sitting there like just combing our hair and detangling the hair and talking about how soft it was and comparing prices. And oh my gosh, looking at this hair tutorial and that tutorial on YouTube, just trying to figure the damn thing out. And the reason why I want to do it gradually is because I want to reteach myself the patience that I had in the beginning. I think I've always had problems with patience, but I think it kind of got worse as I got older because I, I, I got I got more responsibilities and I got more instant gratification. Right. So obviously didn't have a car before. So I had to wait for things. But now I have a car. I can go wherever I want to. You know, we, we, we sometimes get so involved with what we can do that we forgot that we couldn't do it before and start taking it for granted um so tying it back in with the clutter there are some things that i let go that i probably should have kept and one of the things that i should have kept was how determined i was to have really nice hair and i just kind of got over it my hair started growing longer and i was like yeah you know my hair's gonna take care of itself i'm gonna be great i would go I would always wash my hair. I would 
damn sure not comb that thing. Oh my gosh, I was not putting no comb, no brush, no nothing to my hair unless I absolutely positively had to. I wasn't twisting my hair up at night. I wasn't wrapping it up with a silk scarf or sleeping on my satin pillow. There were just a lot of things I just gave up on because I was like, yeah, my, my hair is still here. And that's the problem. I kept thinking my hair will still grow. I could treat it like crap and my hair will still grow. Nothing bad can happen to my hair. I got my hair blown out one time, got no heat damage. I'm like, bet my hair is indestructible. And guys, that's how I was treating my life. I was treating my life like I was treating my hair. I was just throwing everything that I could to me, stressing myself out, being in toxic relationships, going and doing all types of different things to please other people and not actually putting any effort back into myself. And I didn't realize it, but I was doing the exact same thing to my hair. So now I'm at a point where my where my hair was broken. <laughs> and thankfully, I'm at a better you know a better stage in my life, but my hair has not caught up yet. So my hair is like a reminder of this is what you better not ever do to yourself ever again. Ever. Um and yeah, so I'm not excited about the damage. Definitely not happy about the shedding, but I'm happy for the opportunity to get back on track, to have a constant reminder of this is what happens when you treat yourself like shit. And also to even flip it, this is what happens. This is what will happen if you do this to other people. You cannot unload your crap on others all the time. At some point in time, you're going to have to pick up your own self and just start moving slowly but surely no one's asking you to get it right the first time so as you're traveling through your through your life you're not going to automatically be on the right path you might take a detour you might have to go over a bridge you might have to go under a bridge you might go on a dirt road whatever happens guys you have to remember that it's all going to lead you to the right thing you just have to stay on the right path and whatever that path is i know for sure it does not involve putting yourself through the ringer and you know going absolutely crazy because that's not good so yeah obviously you know it's just quote, quote unquote it's just hair but it's attached to you it's a part of you and the way you treat yourself is exactly how you'll treat the rest of you and how you'll treat other people in your life you need to remind yourself constantly that it is never okay to put the needs for you second so while my hair is damaged and she is just you know my little fro baby she's she's going through it I made it and I know my hair can too so I would just I would just stress to you all more than anything that if you are going through a difficult time right now whether it's physically, mentally, emotionally, spiritually, whatever Ali you can possibly think of, whatever you're going through, just stay motivated. Get your ass up. That's the tough love, but in all actuality, that's the only love there really is. You have got to stay on it. Understand what is holding you back, what is hindering you, and just continue to move forward. I'm not saying, y'all, that my room is going to stay clean forever. Eventually, yes, it will get junky again. But I will remember, hey, clean it up. Clean it up. Clean it up and comb it out. That's ha ha ha. 
boom, there you go. Clean it up and comb it out. Just keep moving, keep grooving, and it will continuously start to push you and move you forward and allow you to say, hey, this is what I was doing, and now I know that's not what to do, and this is what is to do. So, Gosh, I I love doing this for you guys. I love doing these podcasts because as I'm talking, I'm remembering and I'm, you know, reminding myself, hey, you got to do this too. You can't, you can't be a traveler helping other travelers and you forget that you're on your own journey as well. So I'll definitely keep you guys updated. I might even share a little bit of it on my social media about just what's going on with the hair, how it's growing. I'll definitely show you guys pictures of the shedding so you understand what I'm talking about when I say that this sucker is bad. Um, But I'm also excited for the growth. I'm excited for the chance to really see my hair develop and to flourish because it's honestly never been longer than about... Uh, thank God it's finally past shoulder length and it's a little bit past the collarbone. So I'm really excited about that, but I want my hair to grow. Like I want myself to grow. So we'll, we're going to do this together. Um, and sometimes uh, pairing, not comparing, but pairing off your journey with something else, uh, watching that grow, you will honestly see that the other thing kind of grows as well, like a balance. So I really hope that you guys enjoyed this video. Obviously, sorry, this is not a video. (laughs) I'm thinking about the future, guys. Excuse me. Uh, Being in the moment right now, I hope you guys enjoyed this podcast. Um, And of course, as always, share it with a friend. Listen to it. If you're listening on uh, Anchor, give a, you know, some applause here or there. I love hearing the applause. Leave me some voice messages. And of course, if you're listening on Spotify, thank you so much. And please make sure you add this to a playlist and share it with a friend or two so they can see it popping up on their profiles and like, oh, this is, looks like a really cool podcast. Who is this KB chick? Let me check her out real quick. Um, and just, you know, kind of going from there. And obviously, I will not be uh, doing another episode because hello, guys, I'm gonna be stuffing my face with some really delicious food for Thanksgiving. And I want you to be doing the same thing. So I'll be back after thanksgiving with some more episodes and some more uh growth tips and all that kind of good stuff for you guys and as always fuel up pack light and journey to you and i will talk to you guys on the next episode bye